What's up, guys? Welcome to BJJ and Brews. Before we get started with today's podcast, which I'm super excited to share with you all, I just wanted to answer a question that we've been getting from a lot of people, and that is contact info. So you can reach us on social media at BJJ and Brews on Instagram and Facebook. And in addition, you can email us and email the show at BJJ and Brews at gmail.com. So that's BJJ and Brews at gmail.com. So if you want to hit us up with an email, that's the show's email. And shout out to Dead Lizard Brewing Company here in Orlando. Our podcast today was fueled by their very delicious Key Lime Chameleon Cream Sicale, Cream Ale. So highly delicious beer. Chris, myself, and Paul all enjoyed it. And Paul's not even a big beer drinker, so delicious, and that's what fueled the podcast today. And now, without further ado, let's get to the show. I am. I'm cute. Oh, I'm gonna say. How are we cute? Wait, both of us? Is everybody cute in your mind, Caroline? Most people. Most. Ah, okay. okay. Well, welcome. The usurper of the smiliest jujitsu guy. <laughs> that was me. Now it's definitely Julian. Welcome to our Not podcast. Julius. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> this man's tipsy already. Julius. It's only the afternoon. I've already wow. lost all credibility. It's like that one. Have you seen the interview where um, there's like a college film student interviewing John Cusack? And she's like, oh, it's so funny. I'm interviewing you because my buddies just watched American Beauty the other day. He's like, I wasn't in that. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, you're not? Yes, you were. And he's like, no, no that, that wasn't me. Because she thought he was Kevin Spacey. So she's interviewing completely the wrong person. Well, there was also a guy, there was also confusion where Samuel L. Jackson was confused with Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. Because, like, they were doing the thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> your face is getting red, so I don't know. Julius, I'm sorry. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, man. I'm, I'm glad we ever able to get you out. Um, awesome happenstance. We were discussing, what? I, I called, or you messaged me about Diablo, right? Yes. I am not. I have never played a Diablo game in my life. Oh, but yeah. oh my I've God. never played one. So I fun. just started playing Diablo three like maybe a month or two ago. What'd you create? Who's your first character? The first character was a barbarian. Ah, yes. Uh, male or female? <laughs> male. <laughs> I have friends that always play female no, characters. I have friends like that too. Hell, not this Negro. No. <laughs> Do a male. So you actually, and I, I want to come off as a as a hardcore here, but you, you definitely need to play Diablo two. Two? Yeah, yeah. Even though it does, even though the graphics might not hold up so well now, Diablo Two, I've logged a lot of hours. Diablo Three seems like a departure from the real essence of what Diablo was. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you, yeah you got your your breaches of the choir. And if I have you play no Diablo idea. Two, and somehow my PC Battle.net can interface with PS. Are you playing PS4 or what? I play PS4. PS4. Yes. Is it? You know, Battle.net is cross-platform. Well, Diablo 2 is not available on... Oh, any console. Oh, no. Yeah, Diablo 2 is a PC only. Cause I, I, I still have my Diablo... I never went to Diablo 3, so... Yeah, Diablo 2, especially with the expansion pack, Lord of Destruction, that was... Oh, my God. How, how did, so how do you like Diablo 3? Dude, it was freaking cool. I would was? not think... You stopped? No, no, no. I didn't oh, stop. Okay, I'm okay. still going. I actually thought I was going to put it down and get to a different game. I'm like... You know, let me see what other character I can do and play with that, nice. play with them, and it's actually getting kind of fun. That Star Wars game looks pretty kick-ass. I want to play that, gonna, but what is that? The Old Republic or, or no, 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 the new one. What's that one called? Oh, it's the one with the kid who played the Joker in Gotham. 
It's um, Fallen Order or something. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Fallen something Order. It, it looks really cool. Where does it stand in the whole Star Wars timeline? It's at the end, like no, not the end, but it's like where they start talking about the First Order in there too. I think I don't know. Oh, I've never so it's played after, it after it's, six. I, guess. I don't know where it falls uh, in the timeline, but it does I, don't, seem I to be did not go to college on Star Wars credit, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I I'm like a moderate Star Wars nerd, so I'm not super there. But Julius, welcome. Awesome, man. I, I'm so happy to have you on here. I'm very humbled um, and happy to be here. Thank you for the invite. I, I feel as though like you and I know each other. But we don't know each other. This is correct. You know, you know so each other like, through jujitsu. Yeah, it's like exactly. And purely knowing. like, like seven or eight interactions. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, but but technically, we share the same daddy, right? Well, and the and, same jujitsu. And, <laughs> and the thing with, with close Juli- to the same jujitsu. The thing for Julius with me is, I'm I was looking forward to this when you told me that you had secured this because Julius is someone that I've interacted with very minimally. Oh, and he's like this like mythological creature, dude. Well, he does look like a mythological <laughs> creature. Like I was like the fucking Minotaur when I rolled with him yesterday. It was like the 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 Minotaur has now has now passed my guard, and I will now suffer the consequences. Oh yes, you will. Did he get you in spider? Did he? Did you go in? This, is no, gi. this, was no, this gi. is no gi. Oh. This, this is, is no gi. This is no gi. However, the thing about so I'm just gonna go with first impressions because the, <laughs> here's the first impressions of of Julius. Number one, uh, he gives me. I felt like we didn't even know each other well enough, but he gave me. The warmest hug I've received on the mats. So, a great hugger, very warm, genuine guy. And then the the thing that I always find amusing, even though it's it, it's extremely respectful, really, is the fact that you will wait on the side of the mat, raise your hand, and wait for Paul to acknowledge you and call that, you on. That's the old traditional karate mimi, and and who can vouch for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. When I we, mean, like you still to this day teach. Yeah. Traditional karate, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Every that's my that's my bread and butter right there. Every day I go teach karate to kids and adults. But uh yeah, like whenever we were younger, like you had to ask permission to come on the mat. And still to this day, I don't care. Even Paul says, You don't have to raise your hand, you're black belt. I'm like, Paul, I don't and that's sorry, the thing. Paul's like, Yeah, that's my thing too. Like, I mean, like we you know, you and I were late the other day. Technically, I could have just stepped on the mat. But like I still it's, but it's like it's, you don't you don't ring a doorbell to go and you don't ring a doorbell and not like go in somebody's house without like acknowledging it. Like you wouldn't right, open yeah. somebody's door, you knock on the door. It's just a sign of respect from for me and we being a traditional martial arts background, that's what our instructors always taught us. You you have respect when you come in somebody's house. I know, you know? it's just but you look <laughs> the the way you do it, it you look like such a Innocent? You look like well, it looks like just a student. Like you're just standing there. Like you wouldn't think the guy's wearing a black belt and put in ten plus years. You know what right, I mean? No, it's always going to be a student, no matter how old you get, how high a belt you are. You're always going to be a student, no matter what. That's awesome, man. So, Julius, I know you and I come from fairly different traditional martial arts backgrounds. Yes, I'm from WTF Taekwondo. <laughs> what are you? Why are you laughing? Yes, I'm, laugh I'm, at him. I'm laughing Mock because him. you like you're slinging it. It's actually really cool. And no, so like that's I did 11 years of that. Yes, what, sir. What's your traditional martial arts? My background? traditional background is like Shito karate, kind of like you think like Shotokan, basically same tree but just different forms. My I started off with. Uh, well, I started off down in Miami when my dad used to. Live, my mom and my dad used to live down in Miami. Then we moved up here, and then I had bad asthma, so. The doctor would always say, like, he needs something to get his lungs built up. And I couldn't really run with basketball. I couldn't really run with football. So then I met um, this karate guy that was next to the doctor's office, literally the next door over. And it was a guy called Frank Silverman, and he had a school called... So he was down south first? 
No, 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 no. I moved up here. Oh, like, okay, oh right. I moved up here. He was already up here. My martial arts instructor down south. I don't even remember his name. I just he was a like another. He was like a a guy in a little strip mall, a little hole so in the, the wall. The impression place. was strong that you don't even remember his name. Yeah, I, I, he was no, but he's a good guy. Like he he made us make sure we had good discipline, but he wasn't like a dick about it. He was always just you know, you guys, we gotta make sure we're following directions. You know, it's like that. Like when you step in the room, it's like that that person demands the the respect without asking for it. So it's not like he's being a real hard butt to you. He just he talks, he stands up proper, he talks proper. So he's like, you have to like almost like eat it and regurgitate it at the same time. So then I came up here with Frank Silverman, and then I started getting better with my uh, my asthma. So that was intensity martial arts at the time, right? No, that was uh, Central Florida Championship Karate, CFCK. Okay, CFCK, CFCK. But they had team intensity. Right? Yes, okay, that is. Right. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I remember them from from the U.S. Open, man. Yes, that is team intensity. Yes. Were you? Were you? Did you ever? Ah, uh, no. I no, really. No. Okay. I was. I was. I wasn't cool enough to be on team intensity. Uh, you mean you weren't willing to pay for it? <laughs> no, I wasn't cool enough. No, I'm serious. I just was not cool oh, enough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I need to. I need to chill out with the bashing. So. Oh, you're, dude. It's a free country. I think everybody's kind of getting a little weak to their emotions, not being able to talk free will. It's okay. Talk what you want. It's all good. No, nah, but. I wouldn't say I was. See, now we're going on two two different roads because yeah, I'm do way different. I'm I'm the I'm not a small guy. I mean, I'm a big guy, and I I like lifting weights, and I like you know being so able. To how do tall things. are you, and how much do you weigh? I weigh I am six four, and I weigh two hundred and sixty five pounds. Okay, I feel oh, a little better. God. I feel a little better about <laughs> better now about being smashed. I'm like first okay. Off, first off, I never would have thought you were two sixty five. Never? No. Oh. I mean, like you 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 carry it very well, right? Well, um, thank I mean, you. it's also like. Muscle, so like it doesn't show as two sixty five. I understand that, um, but it's all in the ass. I think. <laughs> no, you got also, thick thighs. Also- you got thick <laughs> ass thighs. I, I I won't lie about that. I was like, I was looking at this. I was like, this is a fucking tree trunk coming through my guard right now. <laughs> but, but here's the thing: is like Julius, you can scale it back. Like you're very good at matching energy. Yes. Like you're very very good at it. You yeah. Know? I, I like when I go with. Like when when I first started doing jujitsu, I'm like I'm not as fat, and I had to fight. I did jujitsu differently because I, I didn't really have the opportunity to do like nighttime classes, so I had to figure out where to figure out where I can train. So most of the time when I was training, I was training with pro guys. So those guys are like legit. Like you swim with sharks. Like you don't get a chance to like baby feet around it. How did you? So let let's let's go from the transit. Let's you were doing a CFCK, cor- right? CFCK. Yeah. CFCK. So I was doing CFCK then. Uh, went through there, started working through them, summer camps and everything. Then I went to... How old were you at the time? I was... Well, this is me between like ages six to... Ages six? I moved here when I was six. I didn't, I've been doing martial arts since I was three. So oh, I, my God. So I, I, I thought I had some pretty good chops. <laughs> you, you got me hands down, dude. And then uh, I moved up here when I was six. Then... I've been with Frank Silverman until this day. Like we, we still have good business uh, relationship together. Uh, but we, me and my wife branched off and bought our own school. From congratulations, um, by the way. Oh, thank you. you appreciate you're, it. you're living my dream. To be honest, <laughs> I'm living vicarious through you at this point. And then um, when I was about, I want to say twenty, like early twenties, mid twenties, I met a guy called Renato Tavares, and he's a real good, real good jujitsu guy. This guy is probably like. Five, five weighs like maybe 120 pounds, soaking wet, maybe maybe a little bit more. He's like jacked the crap, and he they uh, brought him over for a seminar, and he's uh 
I'm thinking like, you know, I'm a big guy. I can take this guy. He's pretty small. I don't know what jujitsu is, but I'm pretty, I can so take what, him. So what size were you at that moment? Uh, like when I was at that, right, I was still like 6'4". And I was like maybe about two, like 280, maybe two. And how old are you? This was like mid-20s. Okay. In the mid twenties, two thousand must be two thousand four, two thousand five, right? I'm yeah, guessing. around there. So just to make sure I'm following the timeline, you'd already opened your karate school. No, to- I was still working for CFCK at the time. Okay, you were still working. Yeah, this for, is as still, an instructor. Yeah, Dean University. Yes, right? in the no, I was still as assistant instructor. I was just assisting. I was assistant just helping. This yeah. is also where you met your wife, right? At CFCK. That is correct. Yeah, we met our wife on I fight know- night. Your wife's mom. I used to work with her. Really? Yeah. You know yeah. Miss Laura? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Crouch, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's a small so, world. So she, she found See, out. See, we're actually our family now. See? I, exactly. Like, I was working with her, and she was like, oh, you know, you and your coach are beating up my, my future son-in-law and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know who he is, because I train night classes. Right, right. And I, so, like, I was like, oh, my God. And nah. then later on, I find out, and I know Kelly and all that stuff. Yeah, so Miss Laura is real cool, man. She's one of the coolest people I've ever met. She's really cool. Yeah. But so you were working at the Dean University yes. CFCK at the yes. time in that public plaza, right? Yes. Okay. And you were, it sounds like, already martial arts karate was your life. Oh, right? yeah. I knew, like, when I was young, I wanted to do this for the rest of my life. I didn't really want to do anything yeah, really? else. So that, that was, boom, that, this is what I want to do. That was it. That's I awesome. Didn't, I didn't want to do anything else. Like senior project, like I don't know if you guys would do it for senior project. You had to do like a thesis or something on what you wanted to do. My thesis was on martial arts. So I literally like really? brought my instructor to the school. That's awesome. I had like almost like a 10-page paper I had to write. And I, I like everything has been up to martial arts. Like I didn't want to do anything else in my life. I mean, so just to give a little perspective, right? I'm... I. I, I don't come across as particularly machismo. I'm bad. I never bad mouth you, father. I am. Um, <laughs> he referred shared to Paul as father. Shared daddy. Shared daddy. Hey, what a piece. Um, but like my mid- my son's middle name is Maximus. Just to give a quick uh, aside, Julius's son is named Helio. Correct. His name is Helio. That's Bond. awesome. Yeah. So I don't want to play that game, but does that mean you love jujitsu more than karate? This is this is like oh, a very fine go and say it. Go and say it. I, I, I want to hear it. I can't say that I love jujitsu more than karate, but I do in a sense that karate was something that helped me f- that feel I can do something without health wise being a hindrance. Jujitsu made me be okay with my body because when I grew up, when I grew up, all the guys around me were like 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 you guys. You guys look lean. You're strong. You're cut up. That wasn't me. Pre-dad bod, Chris, by the way. <laughs> All the guys were like a buck 50, and they're like skinny, and I'm this 200-pound guy, and I'm, I can't move fast. I can't run that fast. But when I found jiu-jitsu, I'm like, you know what? I'm flexible. I can do a split, and I can also roll and keep a pace, and I, I think I can do this. And I fell in love with it. First day I ever got tapped out like 20 times. I just I want to keep it? doing was this. Was it Tavares? It was Tavares. Ah. So let's go back to that moment. So you're saying Hanato gave a seminar at... We had this old kickbox center that he came over and did a seminar for. And that's when you were first experienced with jiu-jitsu. That was my first experience with jiu-jitsu. Then the next day, we had like a day camp that we do for kids when when there was no school. So me and my buddy Brian, Brian's like one of my best friends. I've known him for years since we were like 10. Does he do jiu-jitsu? No, he Boo. wrestles. Though. No, there's a story behind that. He does. He does wrestle though, and he's done jujitsu a little, but not a lot. But he got me in a triangle choke before I knew what one was. And he's like, "How'd you do that?" He's like, 
I've been watching this Royce Gracie video, and I'm like, oh, okay. So then the next day, I figured out where a school was, and let alone Hanato uh, uh, was actually doing a, a cl doing classes over there. So I started I started Wait, doing which, classes. Was that the one on Colonial? It was on Dean University. Oh, it was the one across the street. It was from the one across oh, the street. Okay. So he owned that first. He started doing jujitsu there first. Re okay, all right. Yeah. All right. And before Frank and Mike got involved? This is actually as it. There was like, oh, it was all oh, okay. partners yeah, together. All right. They're all business partners together, so they had this whole thing. Kinda. I know. Uh, I'd, You're I'm good. not sure if we're good to talk about this. Chris is the or Chris is the uh, the I'm keeper like the, of the canon. I'm He's like the, the chronicler. I'm the I'm the watcher, right? Like <laughs> the librarian. The, the, the librarian. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I I did have a question just on this whole timeline because you said this was around 25, right? Did you go to college? No, I did not go to college. So you went straight from high school into learning how to run a martial arts Man, school. So you're their golden child. I wouldn't say that, but I'd say that I've been dedicated to martial arts all my life. I mean, because I mean, so you were involved before it was championship martial arts, before Frank and Mike got together, right? When they I were got, competitors, I, I was with uh, Silverman from day one. Like the day one he opened his school, I was there till. All the merging and everything else. I've been with them no matter what. Really? Oh. I've been with them since the like, awesome, day man. one. So you were, you're like true old school. I would say yes in a in a humble tongue. Yes. No, no, that's awesome. Though. <laughs> okay, so and and then also time wise. So when Hanato showed up, what year was this roughly? Uh, four or maybe five. like something like that, yeah. like oh four or five, something like that. Was oh, he was still at knockout. Well, that's my on, question. Uh, old, um, How do you so? Walk us through how you got from Hanato opening your eyes to you're now training with Paul. So one day, like I think they didn't know, like Hanato and like like Frank and Mike. I don't I don't know the whole logistics of it. Did you start training jujitsu at that point? I've already been training. I already been training with uh, with Hanato for maybe like about four months. Or okay, something like that. And then Paul came over and moved over to where Hanato was in the kickbox center. Then I met Paul. Okay. And then Paul started teaching class. And then. And Paul was a brown belt at this time? Brown, Paul was a brown belt at this time. Paul is like the oldest brown belt I've ever met in my life. He's like, he was a really like old, old brown belt. I remember when he got his brown belt. You do? Yeah. So you. When after. Wait a minute, hang on, hang on. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. When you mean he's the oldest, I feel like like he people... was a brown belt for a really long time. Oh, not okay. like old as an age. Like I, I was gonna say, it's like I know people. No, no, no. He's like oh, he was a brown belt for a really long time. Well, I know that some of that was due to the fact that when he went down to Coconut Creek, Laborio told him like I'm not gonna give you a black belt, right? Even though he'd been training for a while, right. brown belt. He's like I'm not gonna give it. And Paul, what Paul's told me is like I didn't care. I was an MMA fighter. Like yeah, that yeah, wasn't yeah. that wasn't my thing. I was trying to fight. Yeah, that's, so that's yeah. probably at least partly what's going on but now i understand because i thought when you said old i was thinking no, he's not that old no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he'd been at that belt level yes. for a long time yeah gotcha. yeah and then he had been starting classes and then that the rest is history i've been with him ever since so ever since he was in that place i just been with I, I, so what was yeah. your impression of paul when you first met him honestly i paul seemed like a little bit of a you know, a standoff person. You know, you, know, you oh. come train. Is that so? <laughs> you come, you come, you come train, and then that's you come train, and then you kind of do your thing, and you go about your day. And then the more you get to know him, like the man will give you the shirt off his back if you if you needed it. You know, he's like Yoda. You know, he's like the Jedi Master. You know, well that's his. It's, it's what Paul Rodriguez Jedi Master on Instagram. Yeah, right. Like I mean, 
and he is a little bit, he does drink weird things and he does live and he does wander off into the woods dude he, this would be kind He's of a guy who would sit right? in a room with the lights off with a candle waiting poetry somehow some way he'd do that just to do it this is true so so you've loved martial arts since the age of three yes you've made you've dedicated it to your life or your life to it rather yes what um which I think is awesome like I, I, I've got to interrupt like the, the fact that you're so it's probably the beer talking, but are you guys familiar with the with uh, Joseph Campbell? Yes, the hero's journey. The hero's yeah, the hero's journey. You know who loves Joseph Campbell? Noah. George Lucas. You know who else loves jo- who? No, jo- Matt Thornton. <laughs> Matt Thornton loves <laughs> Joseph Campbell. So there. <laughs> so just as an aside, Noah Noah thinks that SBG Straight Blast Jim. Is the cheesiest thing ever, and I I swear by it because it's it's a part of my like early martial arts journey, and it turns out that BJJ Globetrotters is technically an SBG thing. So now Noah's having to eat so much crow, <laughs> and so there, Julius, proceed. Well, I, well, let me just say just one thing is is and this is to Julius is what he's doing. Uh, Joseph Campbell uh, studies mythology. He's passed away, subsequently passed away, but he's a big into myths. And you said the hero's journey and that sort of thing. But one of the things that he said that stuck with me, and I was exposed to him at a young age, was follow your bliss. Yeah. And the fact that you are doing that, I think is, and I mean that, I'm not saying that to be cheesy or cliche or anything. I think it's awesome because I think far too many people don't have the courage to do that. And the fact that you're doing that and the fact that it's working out and the fact that it will work out. If anyone just does that, it will work out. Like, you just have to have the faith in that. Um, I think it's fucking awesome. So I just want to... I appreciate it. I, 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 you're, I really do. It, it's, man, like, for you to even just go in that route, like, you love it so much that nothing else was in your mind. Yeah, nothing. Like, that's awesome. Not nothing. Like, I you, didn't you weren't anything. clouded by, like, the sort of, like, American dream of like you go out and you get a job and work hard, work a little overtime, retire early, then you get the the boat and the the house and enjoy life. No, it's like you enjoy every day because you're doing what you love. And well, it's still this. This is still a job, no matter like it's still it's still hard work, it's still a grind. I mean, but it is it's something that I wanted to do. It's nothing that I like had a backup. How did your parents feel about it? Because I mean, parents. I mean, like now as both of us are parents, right? Um. I mean, like, it's, you know, you, you want the, quote, best for your kid, right? But ultimately, you want your kid to be happy. Of course. And in our, your, your mindset is a little bit different than mine because I, I'm a first-generation American where my parents are like, you go out, you get a good job that has benefits and blah, 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 blah. You've gone the entrepreneurial route. Like, how did your parents feel about that? My, <laughs> this is a funny story. So my, my, my mom was one of the coolest people I've ever known, and my dad, too. But my mom knew I was cut out, cut out for karate. The first class she put me in, really? she saw she saw how happy it made me. She saw how at the age of three, she saw how happy it made me. She saw how my asthma wasn't getting like being occurred by any of the movements I was doing. She's like, you're, you're meant to do this. So for years, she's like, I don't. Doesn't matter what you're doing. You're doing karate. Doesn't matter. Broken arm, broken leg. You don't want to go. We're taking you. Suck it up. You're going. I don't want to go. Get up. I'll take your ass off this couch. You're getting going to karate. Every day, if I wanted to go, she called. She called Shihan. We call him Silverman Shihan. I'll call him on the phone. Oh, Sensei Jim, when he was there, yeah, I'll call him on the phone. You get your ass to the school. You're going to karate class. So then we went to karate class, and then she just kept on me. 
So then time came where it was like met Michelle, you know, you know, we met each other, fell in love. We Michelle's wanted, your wife. Michelle is my wife. To this day, best thing that ever happened to me. I don't know how I freaking go through the day without her. It's funny how that works out for us goofy guys, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm actually funny story with her. I actually met her. She was, she was always like my crush. Like we always worked around each other, but we should always, she was always my crush. So one night we used to have these fight nights for karate where we would all get to schools together and we used to spar for like two, three hours. So we get. What part- was she doing? Sorry to interrupt. What was she doing? At the time, she was doing karate too. Karate. No, she worked at the other karate school. That she worked at another karate. another one. Oh, all this cross pollination. <laughs> Which one was she at? She was at the the one in Oviedo. Oh, really? Yeah, she was oh, the one in Oviedo. Really? Okay, all right. Yeah, she was the one in the the. the What's old the, the coach's name? Is like it's a jujitsu guy's name, but it's not a jujitsu guy. Her coach or yeah. her, her her instructor? Her she instructor used to have was um, Mike uh, Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Okay, Mike right. Smith. You'd be here. There's another Mike Smith that, that's involved in karate. Any, elsewhere, but either way, yeah. Yeah, but this, that's not him. This is yeah, a totally no, different yeah, guy. Two different guys, I know. So we, we used to meet up these fight nights. So then Michelle, um, oh sorry, Michelle wanted to spar. Michelle, my wife is one of the toughest girls I know. She used to, she's the blonde hair, blue eyed girl. She's short, and she's not short. Huh? She's not short. Yeah, she's short. To me, I mean, she's, she's short. To you, she's yeah, exactly. short. So but she's like, short. To us, she's a normal human so being. So she comes up, and some of these college guys would be like, oh, no, you can't fight. You're, you're too pretty. She'd knock them out like with head kicks. Like, seriously, she knocked awesome. those guys out. That's so, it, it's awesome. Yeah. And then when we had fight nights, uh, no one would want to fight her because she wants to fight the guys because the guys want to fight, but she won't fight them. And then I'm like... Oh, Julius is here, and like you guys said, oh man, this guy's some big mystic beast kind of motherfucking thing, and they're like, oh, I don't want to fight Julius. Oh, like, I just heard you cuss. Explicit tag, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I said, okay, I'll fight you, and then we fought, and then like I'm not some douchebag. When I see somebody who's my not my size, I'll I'll like go light, but we'll still go. Oh, so you're mm-hmm. a good training partner. I nothing but no. I, I do have a I I, I and was, you two can vouch for that. I, I, I went I went <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went with him yesterday. and I was complaining that he re- released the choke because I was like I'm fine. I'm like turning into like I, I felt like I was okay. He's like an eggplant at that. Sure, point. but like, I felt fine because I I turn like I do something where I grab the hook and I'm turning. So yes, it sucks, but I don't feel like I'm being choked. But he's a decent human being and he let go. And I was like, no, 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 no keep squeezing. Like let me work. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not doing no, like, that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Are you just in this for some weird S and M thing? No, no, oh, I'm not. What is that? Judo? Did you, did I show you that? Okay, okay, I'll, I'm gonna find this. There's a guy. So, side tangent. We'll get and we'll get oh, back to it. <laughs> yeah, yes, guy? yes. Oh, yeah, so yeah. There's a guy. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast though. No, but he's I mean, yeah, I, I'm familiar with it from the Matt Burn podcast. Yeah. So there's a guy. So what's funny is I it came about to me because I follow a guy on Instagram that's a globetrotter instructor. His name is Wim. Um, he's Belgian. It's Wim. It's Wim. Pooter or DePooter? I, I apologize, Wim. But he's, he's a he, black belt. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but anyway, this guy is from, uh, from Belgium. And I think he's a third degree black belt now. But he posted on Instagram, judo so-and-so strikes again. And he shows a message. And he's like, hello, I'm, I'm 5'9", such and such, shoe size 42, so looking, looking, for, looking for black belt to strangle me so I can test my limits, you know? <laughs> and there's this guy that's going around whose thing 
for lack of a better term, his fetish is he goes around to black belts and he wants to be choked out by black belts. That's his thing. Is it, he just wants challenges. <laughs> no, he just what, wants dude, to. Dude, you ch- say that like so <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny because when I told him. I don't, don't want to al- alienate any of our audience. When I told what dude is listening. <laughs> when I told Wano. Not a black belt, by the way, because I don't get into that. So these guys are, you know, obviously a lot of black belts were weirded out by this. But they're like, is this guy real? Is he trolling? I told this story to Wanaconda. He's like, oh, shit, I'll choke that motherfucker out for $20. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I digress. <laughs> anyway, so you, but you're very good at scaling. Like, you're excellent at it. And I have to wonder if, because, so you, just to go back a little bit, you and I are both traditional martial artists. Yes, first, sir. You know, and I think that that's sort of, as much as I dog it now, like, I wouldn't be who I am without that experience. Yes, right? sir. How do you and, and and I dog it a lot now. You probably heard it, <laughs> but like, not not that I discount it, but it's de- definitely taught me how to learn. It's definitely given me a certain amount of like mat presence and charisma and ability to learn the structure. Yeah, mm. how do you reconcile the traditional martial arts with a much more progressive martial art, especially here with Paul, who's the least traditional guy ever? He. You know, honestly, I would have to a little bit disagree. I think Paul actually is very traditional. Really? I, in the sense that... How so? How so? Yeah. In the sense that Paul will, will give you the time of day when you give the time of day. If you don't put in the work, he doesn't give you... He, he doesn't acknowledge yeah, anything. Yeah, I guess that's the like and, epitome of old school, and, right? And that's what makes something so traditional is that if you don't put in the work, you don't get rewarded for anything. If you, put, if you don't put in the work, you're not going to get anything. You put in the work, you're going to get rewarded. You know, I, I I try not to, in my mind, anytime I'm teaching or anytime I'm talking to somebody, I try to refer back to me just to see the story I can kind of reflect on is because when I was a white belt, I would be going into classes with all the guys who did MMA because they still have regular jobs and they come in the afternoon. So like, I didn't know that much jiu-jitsu, but I loved it. I don't care. I got my butt kicked so many times, how many tap outs, stitches, whatever. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I just want to go. I don't care how many times, how many times I get tapped out. I'm just gonna go. So I just kept going. I kept going. I kept going. This sooner or later, I start figuring the timing out. I start figuring the moves out. Then I remember one day Paul had a bag of belts, and I'm like, okay, what's those belts? And he opened it up. They're all blue belts. So I'm like, oh. I'm like, all right. So he started handing out belts, and he handed me a blue belt. He's like, okay, all the higher belts are getting tired of getting by, beaten by a white belt. I'm like, oh, okay. So now I thought that was actually very, very kind of like old school traditional because think about it back in the day when your old instructor did something you when you did something right really really good he handed you a belt now with traditional aside there's testing that goes on with this so there's certain moves that you have to be able to do but then at the end of the day if you can't do the moves in real life with somebody else not letting you do it where should there be a belt progression at the the time so i know you own a gym now right yes sir and and i don't if if you want to cut this off please like please do (laughs) Like you own a gym, you teach. What your your gym is Spartan? My gym is uh, my, my Spartan Jiu Jitsu. Spartan, right? uh, Spartan Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yep. Spartan it's a Jiu Jitsu gym first. And and you, no, it's a karate gym first. Oh, okay. All right. Please, please tell us about your your gym, your curriculum. Like, what is your like? What's the balance between Jiu Jitsu versus traditional karate? Please tell us. The and the, see now this is me going a little rogue because I'm not. I try to be traditional, but I'm not because I'm doing Jiu Jitsu in a karate school. I'm doing karate school and jiu-jitsu school. They're, yeah, which is the most bizarre thing because to me, there's, they're, they're completely 
independent of one another, right? They're, like, they're totally, they're totally separate. They're totally you, separate. Seeing your stories on Instagram is entertaining because in one story you've got kids like doing spinning kicks and kicking t- like targets above the air, and then the next, I'm gonna have to get in on this. Dude. Then you got people like rolling. And I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah. So like, do you like? There, there's that curriculum you said they're independent of one another yes how much crossover is there between the student base none there's no crossover really no absolutely none it's only if the kids choose it if they choose they want to come do grappling they'll come do grappling if they don't want to they're not do they don't okay. do it. Well, okay uh what percentage of enrollment is karate what percentage of enrollment is jiu-jitsu honestly it's about 50 50 wow. really like most some kids come in they just want to do karate some kids come in they just want to do jiu-jitsu about half of them all do jiu-jitsu what and karate. percentage of your student base is adults versus children i got a lot more kids than i do adults i mean that, i think that's just it, that, that's just when the biz- says, yeah. yeah for the for the business venture we're in right now we have more kids than adults but uh, we have you know, most of the adults are all like moms and dads that live in the, around the corner. Their kids do class and they want to get it get uh, lose weight, get in shape, so they come do karate or jujitsu. So you do adult karate and kids karate, mm-hmm. adult jujitsu and kids jujitsu. Yes, sir. And you've been able to, and you don't push, which is you don't strike me as a particularly sales oriented person. No, um, no, I. Tr- I try not to be. You have to a little bit in this for the business we're in. Not be pushy, pushy, but you gotta be. You have to be a little bit of a salesman when you, because somebody you're you're trying to sell somebody a reason why they need this in their life. Like my life is good. I don't have anything. Do you not defend yourself? No. Okay. So what happens if somebody comes up and wants to take something? What if somebody comes up and you need to defend yourself or your family? Oh, I don't know. I'll let my husband do it. I'll let my somebody else. Do I'll it. let my husband. Dude, that's terrible. Well, I've heard um, that. I've heard that a lot with some of the. Your husband's always. I mean, that's the same as like gun ownership. Right? Exactly. Like, but if you don't have a gun, what are you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. So like, let me ask you then. I mean, like, because like I've gone all in on alive martial arts at this point. Like I'm a Muay Thai guy. I'm a Jiu Jitsu guy. Right. I've, I've I don't. I thank my instructor for my experiences with him doing traditional martial arts, but like for the most part, I've not determined, but like on my own volition, have just decided that I'm just not going to do that anymore because it, there's not as much applicability, if that's even a word, to what I'm looking for in a martial art. How do you, living literally one foot in one world and one foot in the other, reconcile like how you sell karate to a student like is it that applicable to self-defense when we know that something like muay thai and actually i know you've had amateur boxing fights because dorian cornered you yeah um like how do you reconcile that with one versus the other you're trying to ask which one's better to sell i'm just saying like how do you say like because i i know i mean i'm not i'm not putting words in your mouth i'm trying not to No, no no but like um the idea that like you and i for the most part, know that something like Muay Thai is a more alive martial arts battle-tested than something like traditional karate. Correct. But if you're trying to sell the benefit of something like traditional karate to a student, um, do you have you modified your curriculum, rather, to make it more alive against resisting opponents versus... The sort of traditional prearranged sort of stuff. You just hit the nail on the head when I changed my curriculum when I opened my school. Okay, so you you made your own. Okay, please please elaborate. No, no, so now this is where you're starting to get into. My style of martial arts is traditional when we do kata. When we do kata, which is forms, 
that's where in the traditional is. But when we talk about doing anything that consists of fighting, self-defense, or anything else, it's not traditional. It's all what I've experienced with Paul, Laborio, Jason, Julian. I put all that on the map for the kids and the adults because that's what works. And that's why I know works. So that's what I teach. And yes, we do still some of the point stuff with the sidekicks just because the kids like doing do that. Do you guys do any step sparring, like one, two, three step sparring? What is one, two, three step sparring? What is that? Oh, okay. So that's that's a that's a karate thing, or excuse me, a well, I say <laughs> karate. Oh, how yeah. many years? I've never heard one. Oh, so two like steps. one step sparring is like I mean, and you've seen it before. I know you've seen it, uh, got, uh, but it's like I start off with like a low block, uh huh, and then like I step in with a like. Oh, you're talking about the traditional like koshi like koshi kempo kind of style? Where yeah, you're, like, and then trying I, to I just block, like, boom, yeah. and then like and then you do like this series of like nine maneuvers, right? Oh, like, oh. you're talking about like hinchy hose or something like that. I'm I'm not sure what the traditional term for it. Right. I call it one, two, three test sparring. Right. Um. But how do you? I mean, like. That's what we call them. It's still a part of the curriculum. I mean, it's good for exercise, maybe. Karate is good for a sense of structure because you have your white belts, you have all the way up to black belt. You have a structure of techniques that you have to do to get to your goal of black belt. Then when you get to black belt, you have a set of goals that you need to go to the next one. So karate, in a sense, is good for everybody because it gives you goals that are not far to reach in between. Like you got your white belt, the yellow belt. You have kata, a couple moves to do, and you get your yellow belt. So that's not bad for people to get. It's a structure. Just like you, just, me and you are both martial arts. I've seen you on the mat. You're dedicated. You got your mind straight. You know how to do it. And that's because we've had the yeah, okay, discipline okay. put in there's, us. There's a skill to learning as well. Exactly. You've had the discipline and the skill put in us to focus and learn when somebody's teaching something to us. You know, and I'm not saying that you can't do that with any of our sport, but martial art was what got us to yes. make sure we're fo- focusing up. 100%. Yeah, because like there's like some people can do football. I don't want football. I can, I can play basketball. I'm really good at basketball. I just it wasn't my passion. Martial arts is what got my head focused and straight on goals, having structures, making sure I was disciplined, and that's what did it for me. Martial arts, and that's what karate does for like a lot of the kids is it gives them that discipline, that structure, that hands-on. Um, uh, that hands-on, uh, you know, the kind of situation where they don't get in in any kind of sport, or like, let's say the, and, and please don't anybody get upset or uh, uh, or offended. Like, if you got the geeky kid or the the loner or the person who doesn't make any friends and not social, I have seen so many kids in my school that are socially awkward, never talk to anybody, don't have any friends. In about three days, they're like a part of this this family that we created, and they're talk, making friends. They're talking. The mom's like, "How do you get that? How'd you do that? We didn't do anything. We just gave them a situation where they're comfortable. No one's judging them. No one's uh, looking down at them. You come in, you're learning something bigger than yourself, which is martial arts. So martial arts that's, is always helping, dude. It's that's mission accomplished, right? Like yeah. that, 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 that's martial <laughs> arts, right? Like awesome. Like I, I love that. So what? Julius, you're you're an extremely talented person. One of the I, most talented I've ever met. I, honest, I appreciate so. that with a grain of salt. I, no, no, I no, humbly like, take that. One hundred percent, right? Like I've I've rolled with I've I've been this you've been in this for a lifelong venture too. Yes, sir. But like in rolling with, like I I still have to work very hard. I'm not saying that you don't work very hard, <laughs> mind you. I'm just I I have to work extremely hard just to maintain a mediocre level of jujitsu. You've kickboxed. You've done. I've watched your boxing matches. You're incredible on the mat in jujitsu. Why haven't you pursued like a professional, professional level of competition? Fighting. I just haven't really gotten the bug to do it. I mean, it's not like I don't. It's not. Did you compete in traditional karate growing, coming up the ranks? Yes, that I did. I, I, I did compete in like kata. I competed in sparring. 
Um, I just don't know. I just never really got the bug to do it. I just, I was having so much fun just fighting with the pros and, you know, going home at night, not having to worry about doing anything else. But honestly, I just really didn't have the bug to do it. I mean, it just really, not, I, nothing, I, I, I don't get pleasure out of beating somebody in a pummel of bloody mess for everybody watching. I just don't really, that, that doesn't excite me. What excites me is, I can go over and spar with you and we both go home if we've got like bloody noses or whatever. That was fun because we're not trying to kill each other for somebody to watch. I just like that aspect, you know, just like, you know, I don't care about anybody else. Like, oh, I want to see this fight. That's like, I don't really care about that. That's not me. There's plenty of other people that do that, but I, I'm not one of those people. Let's, let's bring this back, like the timeline, because I'm still kind of curious here on the backstory. Where we left off with the timeline, you were a white belt, and then you had just gotten handed a blue belt because Paul was like, "These guys are getting sick of getting beat by a white belt." Yeah, beat yeah. by a white belt. So, talk us through your training from blue belt ultimately to black belt with Paul. So, how did that go? How was your time at blue belt, purple, brown? Did you have any? Did you have any breaks? What do you like, mean by break? Like, like, like did you have a hiatus due to life, due to injury, or are you talking you about like, oh, okay, so you're, okay, so were you able to train consistently this whole time? I, I was able to train consistently. I've never really had like a bad, bad injury except for one time when me and Steve Ramos were rolling. Ooh. My pinky. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, uh, I've heard a lot of stories about this mythical Steve I, Ramos. Steve Ramos, rolling rough and rolling hard. Uh, he does both. Steve, <laughs> Steve Ramos, I, I, I will say it to this day and give him credit. The way he warmed up and did class, so I trained with him for two, like a year and a half, is the reason why. Sometimes I don't quit, and, and when we get in a deep, uh, like a deep hole or a bad spot, because the training and the drilling that we've done, when we were when I was like a white, when I was like a, a blue belt with him, the wrestling, the positions, the dri- like the grinding, the whole thing is because of him. He was such a great instructor when he was here with 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 um, with Paul, and then Paul was just like somebody had like one of my. Uh, uh, Mr. Metzger always asks me. He sometimes asks me, like, because I, I train all over Orlando when I can get a chance to train when I'm ever in the area. So, like, some of the people that helped shape my jiu-jitsu was uh, was Paul and you know, and Paul Laborio and uh, and, and Tarsus Paula. He's a, and he's a real good, like, really really good jiu-jitsu. I hope you guys get a chance to meet him one day. His jiu-jitsu. Uh, Chris, so good. Tarsus, I know. Yeah, Tarsus. I remember when Tarsus came to Orlando. Yeah, dude, Tarsus is so good. I've been with him. Me and him have been like best buddies for a while. So, and then I trained with Mike Lee. I've trained with all these other guys. And then somebody asked me, if you had to define Paul, how would you define him as an instructor? And and I'm and I try to put it into words. And not saying that I don't want to try to like make somebody upset about the words I, I, I say. But if I had to pick Paul, I say Paul is somebody who's going to help you. He helps mold clay. Like if you have a hard rock, he'll mold you in the clay and make you better. So he's he'll teach you how to be a better grinder and it'll come out better before, because of it. You know, that that's how I, if I can say anything about Paul, that's what he is. He's he he'll help you figure out how to grind. It's not going to be fun, but he'll show you how to do it right. And and you'll be better for it when you get out of it, you know. And that's what I say. That's what I, in my experience with Paul, I didn't really have a really bad injury hiatus. I had to take like maybe three months off for a broken toe that was really bad. Like my pinky toe was now literally an L, mm-hmm. so I had to prop it back in. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So I had to pop it back in, and then um, and then the other one was just from jiu jitsu. Yeah, from, from jiu jitsu. But oh, okay, well, I've never had a broken bone in karate in my life, except for when I broke my foot. But that was like a that wasn't a big thing. This one was way worse, you know. 
But um, yeah. That other than that, like after you know after purple belt, it was pretty good. So how long how long were you a blue belt then? See, here's here's the problem. I don't really remember. <laughs> Yeah, you forget. I, I just I should forget. Like, I, I don't I, even remember. It, have you gone on belt checker yet? Mm-mm. So I there's this new belt. That's a thing called belt checker. Belt checker, right? Like so, cause dot com. Beltchecker.com. I think it's made by the guy from BJJ Globetrotters, right? It, it seems to be a Globetrotter affiliated thing. I don't know if if Christian did it, but so it's a thing that's like because like not everybody's registered with a B IBJJF. I don't know if you are you. I am not. I registered. I'm not either. Right. So like. Technically, I'm like still a white belt, right? By IBJF. Um, Globetrotter is a, or excuse me, belt checker is a. I'm like four deep. Um, Attaboy. Yeah, bud. Um, belt checker is a crowdsourced um, verification system for belt ranks. For belt, yeah, there you go. Because of fake, have you guys seen those fake black belt videos? Yeah, uh, that, that's I, what they're trying to avoid. I right? love Which watching. I don't those. think it's a problem. I think it's awesome because the only person that gets effed in that is the person that's faking it. Right, but like that goes against to me at least, it, and and maybe it's you. Like the idea of like dojo storming to verify somebody's belt is like that goes against like the martial arts tradition. Like, I mean, this seems like it. Honestly, the but worst there's a certain there's a certain way you go about it though. Like you it can, seems like humble bragging to me a little bit. Like oh look, I'm verified on such and such. But no, but you you can tell by the you can you walk into a school you can tell the motherfucking knows if he knows what he's doing exactly. or not. Exactly. So like you can you can like clearly tell. Should speak for itself, right? One hundred percent. Like if, if you see somebody in like board shorts, a belt, and a top that doesn't look like it's fit, you know that guy that probably doesn't never throw a punch in his life. But yeah, and that's like, where, like, I just feel as though with the idea of, like, seeking... I don't know, it's weird, because I, I, I can see something like that becoming, like, a very toxic environment of, like, I don't like somebody, so I'm going to, like, rotten tomatoes them and, like, rally a bunch of people that, who That don't happens like anytime them. in any business. And yeah. I don't like that, right? Like, so... But you have people that are around you that can vouch for you that don't that you know you're not like that. Exactly. And that's how this system works. Essentially, once you're verified, you have to verify your identity and then you need to get Bro, I'm trying to get verified as a black belt. That's a hundred votes in my favor. It's it's hard. But once I you know a lot of people, but like I don't know a lot of pe- I know a lot of people in Central Florida, but I'm A, I'm not a competitor. And B, you're not a competitor either, Julius. So like I've only traveled so far. Like I know a lot of people in Central Florida, but like they're not on that website yet, so like I wouldn't be able to get verified, right? So that, uh, technically, I'm an illegitimate black belt. It, well, it, and that's the thing. It's, it seems to be kind of like it favors a clickiness. Like if your click's on, then everyone votes for each other. Exactly, and that's where I don't, I don't know. Like, and that's the one of the weird things about jujitsu, right? And maybe you can attest this, Julius. Like with karate and traditional martial arts in general, there's an objective measure of I need to accomplish this to achieve this. With jujitsu, it's so subjective, right? Like we kind of talked about it on our first podcast. I don't know if you listened to it. But like Julius, I'm one of the most insecure now black belts ever. Like I I, I, I don't think myself. that ever goes away when you're when whoever black belt you Do are. Do you mean to tell me, Julius? Well th- that's he, the thing. Let's let's go back. So it's like you we've lost okay, so you said I've lost track of how long I was at purple, brown, etc. At least go to how how did you get promoted? How did that go down? And then how did you feel? To answer his point, how did you feel when you were promoted to black belt? I, I didn't know what was happening that day either. Well, of course you yeah, didn't. Like, what, like, what were the circumstances? 
there was nothing. Like, I, I literally can't. Paul's like, are you going to come to graduation? What year was this? <laughs> I think it was he like, doesn't even know. I think right? it was like, like three years ago, I think, or four years ago, maybe. I don't did even anyone else get promoted to black belt with you? No. I was the only one. Uh, by yourself? I was by I, myself. Wait, who, I mean, I, there's, wait, who so, went first? You or Cap? No, Cap got it first. Cap got okay. So Cap's the first Cap's black belt. Cap's the first black belt. Dylan. No, Dylan got it after, after Julian. No. No, it, first it was this is how it was bad it, we no, are about like it, it was it was subjectivity cap, of, of everything. It was Cap. Cap was the first it Paul was Rodriguez black belt. Yes, it was Cap. Then it was me. Number two. Then it was Julian. Then, then it was Dylan. Dylan. Then it was. I'm, I'm looking at the wall. Then it was either Zach or no, Tommy. Uh, no, it's Tommy. 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 Then it was uh, Ryan. Uh, uh, Ready Bravo. Yeah. And then um, Zach. Zach. And then. Zach and then Jim and then Nick, and then Jim and then Nick. Yeah, yeah. Jim no, Jim's a lot. Jim was a Jim was the one before you. Uh, before you, Jim was before me yes. and Collie. Yes. yes. So yeah, that that I don't even like. He just came up and he said, "God, we got somebody who's a real good traditional martial artist and yada yada yada." He's like, "Joe," so I'm like, "Oh, holy crush. I'm like, I got a black belt now." And it was, dude, it was just really surreal because I didn't. No, dude, hell yeah, I cried. Like, yeah, all right. Ah. Listen, listen. <laughs> I, I, the I, man I, tears flowed. Ah, was Dude, so that, it's, it's something that is very, very sentimental. That's not. It's just a piece of fabric from the outside world looking in. It's just fabric. You were sitting on a couch. Couches are made by fabric. What's a big deal about having a belt wrapped around you? From the outside looking in, it's not a thing. But when you're inside and you've gone through the trenches, we've had to go through with aches, pains, time away from family, time away from friends, and trying to yeah, make yourself... Yeah, but your yourself. friends and family are all on the mat with you, No, dude. I, I have, sometimes I turn my back away from my friends to come do karate or come do jiu-jitsu. But yeah, you want to come out? Let's go out and have a bar. Let's go have a beer. I, I want to go to class. You want to come to the party? And I got to go to work. I got to go do this test thing. That's I have awesome, to go get man, this. That you uphold that. You like, know, that. And, I, and I, I did it because I wanted to. Cause I'm like, no, I want to get better at this. I want to get this done. And like I'm, I'm a big emotional guy. I'm like I'm a big teddy bear. I don't I like when I got emotional on that, you know. But um, well, it, it, the first day, the first time I got it, I was just like, man, I can't believe that I'm up here with like, like I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I'm up on this tier with Paul yet. I'm like, yeah. So like, how did you, know? you did you feel like you did, did you did you feel like you deserved it? I don't think any black belt who gets a black belt in this. I don't want to talk for everybody, but I don't know if every black belt thinks they're a black belt when they get a black belt. I think somebody thinks they're going to get a black belt maybe another year after they, if they get it that time, because it's just 100%. Because it's it's another, like, okay, like, okay, Paul got, I can go with Paul. Okay, I'm pretty good now. I I can stop getting submitted. I can stop him sweeping me. I can stop a takedown, maybe one or two, until Paul starts getting in the fifth gear and starts taking the crap out of me. That's what he says. He he says it's just like, just hold me off. That's all I'm asking. And and, 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 and again, think of like old school martial arts when back in the day, would you, when your instructor saw you getting used to everything, your belt color changed. Now, when your instructor started saying, like, okay, I can't play with you anymore, starting to get a high belt color. Okay, now it's not fun to spar with you anymore, do anything. So now we're going to give you a black belt. Okay, so now, okay, you know as much technique as I do now. So now you can teach the classes now. I can take a break. And that's just how it goes. He's been doing that for like millions of years. Did you teach at all for Paul before you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, Paul, Jewish, can you teach class? We don't get something Yeah, yeah. Someone can teach class. Dude, is this is this live or is it recorded? This is ATT this Orlando, is, what do you, bro. Uh, this is recorded. Okay, because my students are trying. My students trying to find ATT out Orlando where it is. Sis. Oh, this your student. Unfortunately, so here's the crazy thing, Julius. So you are this is this is the the, the good and the bad. You are episode twenty. Episode twenty, which is 
an awesome milestone. What's crazy, though, is we just released episode 14. We have that many in the bank. <laughs> Bro, there's so many. Like, I'm... First off, I'm so happy that you were able to make us. Like, of course. I, like, I, I, again, as I'm, with all our guests, like we are humbled by the outpouring of interest in coming on this. I'm on humbled this by podcast. letting you, you guys let me come on. I mean, I, honestly, me being me, I, I don't feel like I'm that big of a deal to get out on anything talking or anything. So I, I first off, you it. realize you literally are this minotaur, right? <laughs> like we, you're spoken above about the way, like, like. Have y'all rolled with Julius? Really? You know, oh, oh, dude. This, this is news to me. Sorry. Julius. First off, okay. So <laughs> like, let, let's go back a little bit, right? But on top of that, you're such a nice guy. You are the smiliest. I, I'm a fairly... And genuine. It's not like, this... Fa- like, you give me the warmest hug, and it's funny because I've almost like... That's how I grew up. But in society nowadays, I've almost had to learn to be less, in a way, as, for lack of a term, intimate with people because... We're not comfortable with that, right. right? We're not comfortable with that proximity. And obviously, jujitsu is cool because we're all in each other's faces the whole time. And that's what. But when you grab me with one of those bear hugs and you gable grip me from behind and you give me a squeeze, that's what I grew up with with my dad. But it's like, I don't do that with most people because they're uncomfortable with that. See, but when do, you did it, I was like... I do it with everybody. I know. I, that's I the thing. Everybody. Like You pick up Paul every time you come on the mat. Yeah. And it's awesome, you know? I, I do that because I'm, I'm just a very loving person. I, so is that from karate or is that from Mobley? That's from Mobley. Is that, it? Okay, that's, that's, awesome. that's my mom. My mom, doesn't matter. You, we know you, your family. Are your parents like nine feet tall also? Actually, my I'm taller than my mom. I'm just as tall as my dad, but I'm the shortest one in my family. Do you have siblings? I have one older sister. She wait, lives- a minute, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let, let that sink in. He just said he's the shortest in his family. I'm the shortest in my family. Let that sink in. All my cousins really? like, are so bigger So you are than like me. the John Jones family, but you chose interdisciplinary karate instead of, instead pretty, of no, professional No, pretty much. Fighter. That is actually pretty accurate. Right? All like, them play like, like sports like, and everything. Your sister yeah. could be like a pro WNBA player. Okay, no, my, my dad... My dad was like a college football star really? and, and a basketball star. Call him out, dude. And then my dad, Frank Mobley, he used to go to um, Alberta University. Um, my mom was a magnum cum laude. She was a basketball star as well. You're fucking bred for this, dude. And then my sister, is, my sister used to model for like Sears and all that stuff. And then they have a martial art jock of a son that just wants to do karate. That's pretty much all. That's but you know though, I mean, is everybody happy? Yeah, everybody's happy. That is tremendous. Like that, like that, the fact that your parents, because I know, like for like I, and it's it's an early thing, right? Like when I decided to quit my job in the beer business and like go work for the gym and like try to help um, ATT uh, long with at the time and stuff, and like my my dad especially was like, what? Didn't the agree f- with it. What the fuck? No, are my you dad doing? did the same thing, right? Like what? My are dad you did doing? the same thing. My dad, my mom and my dad own their own like insurance for a financial firm. Excuse me, and. I was that you have to have a backup plan. You have to have a backup plan, Dad. I don't want like to. Like it's that. not a. It's a hobby. It's not a job. Have an option. No, you don't have an option. You have to go and get your financial license. Fine. You know. You, I'm still. I'm living in your house. I'll go. Okay. I'm gonna go do it. I did the test. I did the classes. I passed. I got and my. What license. age was this? This was like tw- again. Okay, so this is like maybe later in the twenties, like twenty seven. So 26. you were a purple belt by the time. Yes. This is when I was like a, a purple belt. It is because yeah, it was when I was purple because the same day I got my license and I passed to go 
and my dad like my dad's like okay he introduced me to his business partners he introduced me to all his you know clients like this is my son he's gonna be with their business and everything the same day so they were setting you up yes for all that same day silverman called me and asked me do you want to open a school for me yes i don't care yes right now what do you what do i need to do tell me where it is i'll go yes i want to open it went to the school opened it was there from the like all night all morning working on the school and and this is a school where it had closed down like four times already they was going to do four instructors Four instructors, wow. and then for, this to is put, the Conway school. This is the Conway school. Oh my man! And to put and to put this in perspective, four four schools meaning that it's gone to four head instructors, and they they bankrupt like four the four different times, and and I went in there. I'm like, I don't care. I'll do it. I I want to do it. I don't care. I'll figure out how to do and it. And which which one were you training at the time? Well, I was working at the university. Oh, school. that's right. Yeah, I was working yeah. at the university, which is completely different markets, to be honest. Like, different like markets, way yeah. different markets, mm-hmm. and. Like I went in there and the, I told, went in there. I told my dad, "Dad, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't work at a desk." And dad, you're I'm twenty. Gonna, this is twenty five. Twenty five. Okay. All right. uh, dad, I can't work at a desk. Dad, I have to. I, I don't want to work at a desk. I want to be on the mats. I want to go do this. And my dad didn't talk to me for like a week and a half. Really? My dad was pissed. He didn't work at. But, but, but you know, you. But my mom said, "I knew you were going to do it in the first place." Like, and you, you really? You, you, I, I'm she, surprised that your dad wouldn't have thought the same. My dad, he did, but he. He did, but he knew like he no. He's he's gonna come. He's gonna do this. He's just martial arts thing. My mom knew I'm not stopping. She knows. She knew I'm not stopping doing martial arts. She knew it. It's like I was. You're born to do this. There's things that God puts you on the 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 world for, and martial arts is your thing. I, you've never done anything else. I can tell than you that. your impression of people. Do you, well, first off, you know Kali. Kali? Yes. Clark. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you know I love Kali. that guy. Yeah. Kali. Um, his step aunt and uncle i think it is their son used to train with you they did or he um, did he did i guess he got to the blue belt his name is um i know mike and phyllis mike and phyllis are, are the their the, their son's like my age so i'm not even sure I'm trying to think what the son's name would be harlow But either way, let me tell I'm trying to think i don't know <laughs> julius i cannot even express the adoration that people have for you when somebody found out that i do jujitsu it's by way of my sister my, right. my sister jesus christ my wife's um kiwanis club uh philip and mike harlow spoke of like oh you do jujitsu too i was like yeah like i'm a purple belt. i think i was a purple belt at the time They're like oh do you know julius and i was like yeah yeah I do, I do know julius like actually i got i'm i'm under the same lineage as him and stuff and I think you might have been a black belt at the time, and either way, you were brown. Right. You were, I mean, you've always been one belt ahead of me, and they they spoke so highly of you. Oh, it's both. it's it's insane. It's and I think amazing. the kids you. do karate under you, and I think they still do. I think so. What's his this his name again? Har- I, I, oh God, hang on, it, Noah, take over real quick. Well, I was just kind of curious while you guys were talking. When did you guys meet, and under what circumstances was that? Jiu-Jitsu class. But at what point? What, at, I, I think it's. I think it was. It might have been. I mean, it was. It was at the old Golden Rod gym. It was at the old Golden. No, this was at ATT Longwood. It was Longwood. This was Longwood. I, I don't want to get too like inside baseball, but it was when Kelly was dating Devin. <laughs> I, I'll just go ahead and say it. Not know that was, I don't know this, but, but, but I didn't know that was real. I, I think that might have been it, dude. I think it was when when Kelly was hitting Devin. 
Wait, is no, it, yeah, no, it was before. It was before. It was, it was probably before. before that, but then yeah, like no, no, Devin no. came out yes, with Kelly. Yes, and yes, yes, and yes, yes. And, that's and when. you do this now, actually. It's funny that you you still do it. I remember I was like, God damn, this guy's spider guard so hard to, to pass. Um, I was a pro belt. You might have been a brown belt. I think you were a brown belt. You taught cage fitness first, and then like Dev and I were like chilling in your gym and stuff, and like take getting ready to take class. We rolled, and I was terrified of you first off because like I've heard of like the legend of like Julius. I don't know what this legend and is. like and you're like purple belt, get over here, mm. and I was like, fuck my life. Mm. I remember so, that. I remember this now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelly's a little. I was. Yes, I remember is this, this now. Kelly, that's a brown belt now. Yeah. This is yeah. He was. Kelly, I was a brown belt. Yeah. Campo. Del Campo. Del, yeah, Del Campo. Yeah. She of, the, of the camps. She 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 actually married uh, one of my first students I ever had at the school. One of the first students you ever. He's he's very good by the way. Yeah, he's like a son to me. He's a good kid. He's a good guy. When you say first student, you mean karate student? First or karate student. First karate student. Wow. This not again. This goes back to the story about somebody who's been feeling a little timid, a little mm-hmm. and, like unso- not unsociable, but uh, somebody who does kind of fit in. And he moved here from Chile, and then uh, he didn't really know a lot of people. But he then spoke he, a little he bit finds something that he identifies he with. He found something to identify with. And what am I looking up again? You're looking. You, <laughs> you don't look that red in the face right now, uh, dude. This is. I've I've got two cookies in me. That's, that's the only food I've had since eight o'clock yesterday. What? Yeah, what, nine beers. It was. Uh, I don't remember either. <laughs> People listening are like, my, God, my students are, are texting me up the butt right now. Like, why I can can't I hear this? I will vouch. This? Julius has not had one drop of alcohol. No, he came. I, he came with a bottle of water. He came with his own essential water. And, and there's the hydration. I cannot have. I can't drink a lot of liquor anyway. I have bad kidneys. So oh, I do. So I can't Is have a lot of liquor. A, uh, it's genetic a, thing. Hereditary. Yeah. Really. So I got it from my great great grandfather, and he gave it and to I, me. So I've got this from my uh, when when my ancestors are uh, climbing the trees in in Asia, that I can't drink too much alcohol, but I do anyway. So hey, so okay, so you got your black belt. You like like all these guys have said. Tommy has said this. Chris has said it. You you're saying it today. You didn't feel necessarily that you were ready for it. No. Now, that being said, you are one of the few, Chris is one of the few, Tommy's one of the few, that have gotten a black belt and, moreover, gotten a black belt under Paul. Correct. I will not, it's not a secret that I would, I think would be a great uh, moment, it would be a great milestone if I could get a black belt someday under Paul. Right. What advice for a guy like me would you have? Don't quit. Don't. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I, I wish I had some kind of f- other fairy tale speech, but honestly, that's all it is. Like, if you think about it, like, who can vouch for this? Old Sensei used to say this all the time. How many people do you think are sign up for martial arts every year? Give me a number. Um, like, like, just, just saying as a whole, as a whole, like martial, all, millions. Okay, so let's say a million kids sign up for martial arts. A hundred thousand will get to a black belt. So out of a million kids, 100,000 will 10%. get to a black belt. 10%. Out of that 10%, 100,000, about maybe 50,000 will get to the next phase if you're going to secondary black belt. Mm-hmm. Go down again. Less than that, make it to the third degree. You keep going down. Sure. So In your, your style of karate, at what point are you considered master? Is it fourth? I, see, I, see, this is me not being a realist. Like I've never... 
Okay, so you want to have the master term? Yeah, the no, master, no, the master like, term is I, like, I just know in, in WTF Taekwondo, I'm I'm not a master, but no, I only made it to third. But they're WTF. WTF. I love this. This is why it sounds like a wrestling thing. Like WTF. Like, <laughs> John bro. Cena with the WTF. Hey, bro, this left leg, this left leg body kick didn't come from nowhere. And and see again, but you learned it from karate though. I, no, that, I it, it's a Taekwondo thing, man. Exactly. Like, I, so, no, yeah. I, I I can't discount that. I, so, I give credit where it's due. But no, I. I'm trying to say, what, what, what are you saying again? What so, like, again? at what point are you like, are you considered a quote master? Oh, I think in, you know, like, I think anybody, it's got tenth degree black belt's a master. I think ten because that's when you get the red belt. So the red belt's a master. I think, belt. I think for jujitsu, it's six. No, it's ten. Is it ten? Ten. Well, nobody can get ten in jujitsu. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You can be Helio Gracie. No, okay. Do you not see the documentaries they have on the guys in down uh, down in Brazil with ten? But it has well, I know the Corobald is six, right? Case Corobald. So you mean to tell me Lavorio is not a master? Oh, dude, you got here. Okay, see, he's a Corobald. He's Lavorio, six no, or seven, he, had to get, right? he said he gave it back. Oh, did he really? He said there's so much politics and drama. He's just like, just take it. I don't yeah, care. But in the sense, think about it. Do you think about it? Do you not think Laborio's a master? No, we we exactly. He doesn't need a fucking belt. But exactly, you just that, said yeah. it. You just said it. He doesn't need it though because he you just know from what he is. His his aura is nothing but this freaking jujitsu god of, you know, something that he can just kick the snap the crap out of anybody anytime he wants. But that's what he is. And even if he has a plain black belt. Would you not call him master? But you know that's what he is because he's been around the block. His name, his name is word of mouth. You know, if, when I went to Dubai with him, it was crazy. Yo, yo what? Yeah, I went to Dubai with him for hey, like a, for six explain. days. Huh? Explain. Okay, so Laborio was trying to help get his uh, business started with teaching jujitsu guys how to be a nation. Thing yes, or? with okay. the martial art nation. And Wait, just are, hang- you, are you a part of that? Yes. Okay. Okay. And one, one, I need you to go into that in a little bit. And one quick thing. When did you first meet Laborio and how did that relationship blossom? I met Laborio through a mutual business partner called Mike, uh, Mike Metzger. He knows Laborio as a friend and then we met up with uh, through a, mod- a Roger Cross seminar that he came over and did. Okay. And then I always saw Laborio and I saw Laborio at an old tournament one time and I asked, I, I came up to him and said, I'm going to be one of your black belts one day. And he's like, sure. And he, he, he didn't know who I was. I didn't, I didn't take him. You were already training with Paul. I was time. already training Paul. And you knew time. Paul had gotten his black belt I on knew Laborio. Paul had gotten it from him. Yeah. So then now Laborio had uh, seen me and he, he came over and saw my school and he says, Julius, like you're a really good instructor. I'm like, well, thank you. I'm like, can you come over and let me write down some information about stuff? I'm like, sure. So we start talking and we start having this booklet and then he's like, I'm in Dubai right now. I'm like, okay, it'd be cool to go over there. And he calls me on the phone like two seconds later. I'm like, would you really come over here? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, seriously, no shit. Would you come over here? I'm like, uh, yeah, sure, I'll go. And then, we went over there for six days. We're over there training the instructors about how to be become better instructors, run so classes more efficiently. So let me ask you. It's a discussion that, and I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. It's a discussion that Noah and I have quite often. Jiu-Jitsu, and, and I'm using Jiu-Jitsu interchangeably with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, is a very young martial art. You can date it back. You can date it back to you. I can you look know, at it right there on the you wall. You can behind literally you. know who the first person who touched it was. Back, and, like you, you, do you even do you know who your first Person was who touched Taekwondo? Yeah. No. I mean, because you, it's a made up sport. I mean, I, I don't want to say that, but, no, no, no. but, it's, but it's made up, right? Yeah. But like, but we can literally trace our lineage back, which yeah, exactly. is awesome. But so, because it's so young, and I think that's one of the strengths that you and I have, to be honest, and not, not to toot our own horn, but it's like, because we have the structure of teaching traditional martial arts, we can carry that over to 
jujitsu because yes. it is such a young sport. Yes. And I forgot where I was going with this, but that's probably one of the things that jujitsu is lacking right now. And I, I think the idea of attrition where like the for early on, it was just like whoever was toughest and it was all experimentation, experimentation. You were figuring out what worked and whatever it didn't. Mm. But now as we can apply teaching concepts and learning concepts to it. That's well, probably where the next breakthrough of jiu-jitsu is going to come. Well, the strongest the, the strongest person in the room is not always the best teacher. Uh, like The strongest person in the room is the strongest person in the room. Just because you can bench press 500 pounds doesn't mean you can teach somebody how to do it the right way. Not saying that the person who's the strongest person in the room can't do it, but it's sometimes always, and you've probably seen it on like on basketball teams, soccer teams, coaches, anyone else. If you kind of understand how to teach somebody, it'll last them a lifetime. You'll instead of them, sh- instead of you know making them fish the right way. If you teach them how to fish the right way, you, you yeah, you'll, and you'll be able it, to get I mean, them. just to f- I don't know if you follow like like weightlifting and stuff. Yeah, but like there's a guy by the name of Arthur Jones mm-hmm. who like he was he was the pioneer of like you know quote high intensity training. And his analogy he always used was like, I'm not gonna ask, and th- this is not racist by any means. I'm just like just using his quotes. He said. I'm not going to ask a black person how to get a f- suntan, right? Because they're just naturally tan. Just right. as I'm not going to an- naturally ask a huge bodybuilder how he got big because often he got that way by happenstance. Mm-hmm. He didn't get that way because he understands how the body works, how biomechanics works, how nutrition works. Um, you know, who's more knowledgeable about the human body? The, like, exercise physiologist or the bro bodybuilder who just happens to be huge, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that applies to... And I think we're reaching that point now with jiu-jitsu and martial, all martial arts, for that matter, just with the idea of like better coaching, is like we're able... We have a population at this point of people who are good practitioners but also excellent instructors yes. and excellent like students. Yes. Well, and I would also say that the best teachers often or best coaches are not the naturals, but the ones that have failed the most because they can, with any student, identify what's preventing them from hitting the next level or making that technique or succeeding because they failed in that exact same way. Whereas the natural can't relate to those students as much because it just came naturally. They just just did it. Well, you you learn from, and I think we're we're forgetting this as a society sometimes, but you learn from failure. You don't learn from success. Like, I think that's why martial arts, again, helps everybody else because when you first learn a kick, okay, it's easy. Learn the next next kick. It's not going to be as easy. Or in jiu-jitsu, how many times have you failed at a move? Thousands of times. So you you learn from your failure. And I think that's a big thing that, that I try to teach my students at my school at the school is like you learn from your failure. Okay, the move didn't work. Okay, it doesn't mean the move doesn't work. You gotta try to make sure you're doing it right. So figure it out. I've done that countless of time and you guys probably laugh at me when I'm when I'm smiling with you guys when I'm when I'm rolling with you guys. Half the crap I do with you guys, I'm doing it for the first time sometimes because I'm just trying to see if it works. And if you passed it didn't work. And it works on me and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me ask you how we, we know there's a certain amount of structure that lends itself to teaching jujitsu better. Have you seen a reverse? Like what have you learned from jujitsu that you've now converted in your curriculum to karate? I think jujitsu's helped, helped me to have more patience instead of trying to go so fast to have more patience and, and to not, and I mean, you can vouch this too. It's not be. You remember, like, 
Mike Chat used to say like "fake it till you make it." Do you remember that crap? Yeah. I can't. Mike, Mike Chat. Mike, oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, oh my god. I, I cannot stand that Chat phrase. Guy. I was. He, a, he ruined martial arts uh, with John, that phrase. With this Mike Chat and John. Uh, John. Um, you know the the Filipino guy. Yeah. Oh. John Tarada? No, Steve Tarada. Steve Tarada, yeah. But John... But it was always Mike Chat and the other guy yeah. that were competing against each other in forums. But anyways, either Mike Chat, he said, fake as me. Yeah, and I think that ruined like martial arts as a whole because it's like, do this now, you'll be okay. Do that now, you're okay. And you can't do that in jujitsu. No, you there's, can't. There's and no then, faking it. The, yeah. they're, 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 the mats don't lie. Right? Exa- like, exactly. Like, the, the, that's... That's interesting. So, how have you applied that to your karate curriculum? Like, I'm trying. To, like, I the only thing I could add it. The only thing I added to it was to just don't forget the don't forget the basics and the, and the traditions, and just keep like I I. I in my mind, my, I didn't really do anything to change the way I thought about martial arts when I was teaching martial arts because I knew that was like the way that you were supposed to teach it. Now, I'm not saying that my way is the highway that you're supposed to do. I just know that if you're going to throw a punch to hit somebody, you better put your hands out to make sure that when they're going to punch you back, they have your, sense, they have your hands out. And that's pretty much how it is when I teach anybody else. If you're going to do an arm bar to somebody, you better make sure you have good space and good... Um, good uh, uh form when you get ready for them to buck you off before they before you finish the move nothing really has changed the way i i've and wherever if i've teach if anything else you know when i've been with paul it's just to teach the people how to be okay to fail and like and grind out what you want if you want to be good at this you got to keep going don't quit just keep going john valera Oh yeah, dude! John Valera was a shit. He was the fucking man. John Valera was awesome. Okay, he was the next level, dude. Dude, that guy did like those quadruple kicks in the air, and then oh, dude, when he used to do those commas, that was just crazy. And it's again, it's still pretty cool. No, no, it, athletically amazing, <laughs> yes. right? Like, yes. I, I still have to give credit where it's due. Um, and that, that, that's awesome, man. Like, I, I have so much respect for you for, like, finding that passion and just running with it. I appreciate it, man. It's, like it's, that, that's yeah. like that's a. It's the bravest thing. Like yeah, right? it's it's, it's scary. Like, yeah, because because there, like yeah. just look at the failure rate of like martial arts schools in general, right? Yeah. Like um, it, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's terrible. Like the attrition rate is so high. But it's doing it for the right reasons. It's like you're not. It's 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 you're doing it for the lifestyle. You're not doing it to well, make you a little could, bit money. You know, you could your school could close down today for doing it for the right reason. I mean, how many? Schools have you? How many business have you seen mom and pop shops? are like, oh, we're doing this for the right reason. They close their doors like a month later. It's just, it's what do you have to do to get your school to run? And I'm meaning like, how many hours are you willing to put in to make sure your school gets to where it needs to be financially so you can take a breath? And that being like, sacrifice away from anything else, just like in jujitsu. Like in jujitsu, are you willing to sacrifice time away from everybody else to get better at it? The same thing we're running so a business. You didn't. Like you said earlier, you didn't go to college. You didn't get an MBA. Where do you think you develop your business acumen? Because I'm sure from, most of the success comes from from running a business. From working with CFCK, okay. Frank Silverman, and uh, us having meetings and sitting down business, talking about business. And it's like I said, my my project was on how to run a school. I used to be over at his house sometimes just getting information about how do I run this, how to run that. I'd ask him, like, what do I do here? What do I do here? How do I do this? How many, do, how many students do I need to do this? Then um, uh, Mr. Metzger, Mike, I would ask, like, I'd ask him, what do I need to do this? How do I run this? How do I say this phrase? What do I need to do to make sure that I'm doing this right? And it's just, again, 
going through the college i'm not saying college is not for i'm not saying college is bad college is great but from what i needed to do college wasn't going to teach me like from what i needed to do i needed to go somebody who's done it already like uh it sounds like like you had an apprenticeship basically you can say that they've they've had their failures yeah exactly they yeah yeah. like at that point you're standing on their shoulders right like yeah they've done the work already they've done the work so they're telling you what to do right so you could say that's an apprenticeship yeah you could say like that you know because again it goes it's like a trickle down system for martial arts the master's here you're here okay so now you're constantly figuring out what to do to get up to that level and that's what he's that's what i was doing you know, so I mean, that that's that was that was my idea from it. Super yeah. shout out to uh, Championship Martial Arts as I, I've sat in on their meetings as well. Um, when I went to go work for Longwood in Winter Springs, um, they have done what nobody has been able to do before in applying. And and, and just to to your point, you're saying like there's nothing that you can learn in college that allows you, or, right. or not nothing, but you know, like, Frank Frank and Mike are the best of the best. I don't care they, what anybody they're, said. They're best bar of the best. None, right? like, bar they none. work with the highest level of No, they, 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 are, they yeah, are the highest level. No, Frank yeah, and Mike exactly. are the they're highest level. They're teaching like yeah. the next step down. No. And like it in, and, and sitting in their classes, or their, their, because I went to their weekly things, right. like right, with all the instructors and stuff. Like they were able to buy, which I think I don't think anybody was able to do before. Good, solid, sound business principles, and being able to apply that to a very unique business. Yes, martial yeah. arts because it's like if you think of like traditional martial arts, it's like it's it's the labor of love. It's the instructor that's just beating the shit out of the students, or the cases, and they're they're barely scraping by, right? Like, but like for the sort of consumer-based market, gearing what the strengths of martial arts are and kind of tailoring that to the consumer mm-hmm. is what they've been able to do better than anybody. No, like, no there, it's, there's it's no incredible. bar. There's no bar with them. They, they are, they are, there's, they're the, the sky. They know every, I want to say they know everything, but that sounds like a little conceit, but any question I got, they know how to do it. And what's amazing is that the fact that they're willing to share that with people. Correct. Right? Like, that's that's probably the strongest point about it, is that they, they've, they've made their mistakes. They could have easily just held on to that information themselves, but they instead have chosen to, what is it, rising, chi- right. rising tides, raise right. all ships. Mm-hmm. Like, they've, like, let, you know, well, the pie is not only this big. Why don't we see how far we can get martial arts as an industry? Right, and they've chosen to share that with people, which is why they brought in somebody like Laborio. Right, right, like, and it, 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 that's incredible to me. But they have a Maya Elite um, uh, program where they have schools uh, around the world that come over and get information from them, and they'll set it on like four days to get sit down, have meetings like for hours on end on how to grow your school. When's the next one? Is it in Vegas or Orlando? Orlando. Orlando. Mm-hmm. Can you get me the hookup? I can give you a number, maybe. <laughs> all right. No, definitely. You guys know if you guys need anything, holla at your boy. Come on, you know all this. Right, all right, I've been to one, so like, Dude, I, you, I got you, a lot you of You guys them. know this. All you guys, I tell this Paul all the time. You need something, just tell me. I'm, Bro, let me, you, let you me know go what it is. the Spartan Entourage. <laughs> I, I'm actually, I, I feel like I need to, to okay, drop you, in. You, I feel you, like I need to drop okay, in and, honestly, have, and, you do, and seen, roll with some of you guys. You haven't seen anything compared to martial art business. Not even close. Like, we think... Like we're we're very good here. I'm yes. Paul's done an no, exceptional Paul, job. And, and Paul got all the got some all this knowledge yeah, from yeah, those yeah. two. And, you know, and it's, and it's finding what worked for him. It's mm-hmm. a very like sort of like pragmatic approach. But like, there's something that 
there's something that they have in their mindset, their entrepreneurship that it's their mindset. It, it's 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 in it's a mindset thing, and I'm I'm still stuck in the old school mindset, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's hard for me to get out of it. It, it is sometimes because you you got to understand that not every you can still sell your old school, but you have to have the new school to sell the old school. You can't. The way of old school martial art thinking is not dead, but your school won't survive. Where was your transition? of going from owning or excuse me operating a uh, championship martial arts to you know what i'm gonna do my own thing what what made you take that leap i want to open my own school i I have and if i'm gonna make ends meet and start a family i better figure out how to do this right so i mean call to action that was my call to action michelle we wanted to get married okay we want to have a family okay we want to get a place to live that takes money so and Marshall's not free and rent's not free apartment rent's not free wedding ring's not free we gotta figure out how to get all the stuff so might as well figure out how I'm gonna now, do it now does Michelle work in the business with you Michelle works with me hand by, side by side wow Michelle works with me side by side she's my right hand right left whatever she's she's the 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 ball and chain she's there every day We're, we work together I couldn't see working any, I couldn't see working with that, anybody that's else that's awesome I know I know that Working with a friend or a significant other is a risk in a way because I don't. It's not a risk. Not when you. I knew I wanted to be with Michelle when I first laid on as honor. I can't see myself with anybody else. I mean, we have our little disagreements or something. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying if something occurs in the business, oh, it can affect the personal. Like, are you guys good about separating? the business topics with the inner person, just like a friend, just yeah, like, no, just, yeah, like yeah. just like, just like, I mean, I'll say even like with Paul, it's like if Paul were to give constructive criticism to a student, sometimes that student takes it as a personal you're, you're thing. You're asking, is it? It's, it's you, not a personal thing. No, no, no. It's the coach talking to the student, uh, you're not Paul you're talking asking, to Noah. You're asking, can you swallow your pride? Yeah. Can you, yeah, definitely. That's not, that's not the hard thing to do. With so us. how long have you guys been in business together now? Together, probably about 10 years, 10, 10, 12 years. That's maybe. awesome, man. You know, us, to, us together, 10, 12 years. What a piece. So, random question. Have you seen The Art of Self-Defense, that movie with Jesse Eisenberg? Wait, I think I've seen it. The Art of Self-Defense. I think I've seen that. I'm not, I don't want to lie to you and say yes or no. I don't know. I don't remember. It's so, like he gets, Wait, is he, it the guy with the red belt? And like, he gets a, mugged. He, he gets, gets mugged and by... And there's like those balls he has to like figure out with the white or black ball that like he go in the like ring and fight or something like that? No. This no. is a movie that starts with him. He's like getting... He gets mugged by uh, like a biker gang and then he joins a karate school. And they make... It's, it's a real black comedy. It's like the cable guy almost. I have to watch it. I've never seen it. Then. Okay. I don't know. I was curious. There's this movie seen called it. Red Bell. I think I got him confused. I'm sorry. Have yeah. you seen The Art of Self-Defense with Jesse Eisenberg, Chris? No, I know about it. Okay. Red Belts. What do you think about Red Belt? I think Red Belt is really cool. <laughs> so Red Belt, I'm sorry, I'm eating a Red Velvet cupcake and I had to take a pee. Um, Red Belt came around the same time as Never Back Down. I hate that movie. I know I don't hate. No, no, no. Let me free. I, I take that back because I teach my students and everybody around me do not say that word. I do not like that movie at all. Never back down. I do not like the movie at all. I, oh, no, it it's was just like Karate, karate kid. kid for our it's generation. Just, no, 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 no. It's just like the Karate Kid. The old, the new Karate Kid was awesome until the very last move when he did that jump, freaking XMA gainer, and hit them with the one foot. If you would have just punched him in the face, I would have been like, that was a, like an Oscar nominated movie right you there. You don't feel as though Red Belt was a little like. 
over dramatic about things. What movie's not over dramatic? You know, I guess. A so. movie. I mean, but no. All right. So, so what? You and I both grew up in the era of Van Damme. Van Damme is awesome. Oh. Who, who do you like more, Van Damme, Seagal, or wait, wait, Van Damme, Seagal, or Norris? I'm I'm a Van Damme guy, man. Okay, like he was the most sort of like athletically inclined. I think. Um, I mean, like kickboxer probably was my first true experience into life. Did you see the first movie with him when he was a villain? You mean No, no Retreat, No Surrender? Dude. <laughs> no, no, Black Eagle no, was yeah. actually, you mean where he was fighting uh, Sho Kusogi? Yeah. First off, have you seen The Revenge of the Ninja? The Revenge of Ninja? Revenge of Ninja? Mm-mm. Where Sho Kusogi was like, it, it like sort of like, I don't want to get super nerdy, but it sparked like Dude, the ninja craze in I think America. nerds make the best martial artists. Oh, they're the best, right? Yeah. So hey, my, I'm a big dork. I don't care. Two I'm challenges to you right now: black belt to black belt. Have you seen Shaolin versus Llama? I will fucking send this to you. Please do. I have to see it's, this. It's two of the Buddhist temples fighting each other. It's incredible. That's not Buddhist though. Buddhists don't fight each other. Bro, they have to defend each other's honor somehow. Just just go with it. And Revenge of the Ninja. I will look it up. I'm gonna. I'm. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Oh man, drug trade selling dolls is crazy. Um. So. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. I remember Black Eagle and uh, No Retreat, No Surrender. But what was the one that? Which one got you? Which one? Like of, of all of the. Oh no, yes. <laughs> yes. Best yes. Yes. Oh yes. my god. So like best of the best was like that's like Taekwondo is like call to action. You just to use your term. Like no, that was, best of the best was an oh awesome man. movie. But I yeah, love that where, movie. Where do you think we got Papa Tommy from? Do you even know what Papa Tommy is? I mean, I saw Best of the Best. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't recall that. How do you not remember that scene? Because I was I was a little kid, dude. I get. I, well, that's that's a good point. I forgot what happened, but like Eric Roberts got his shoulder. Yeah, Eric like, Roberts. Yeah, he got shoulder dislocated, right? And then yes. like he has to like pop it back in. He has a fight with. Oh, he didn't pop it back in. No, he didn't pop it back in. He got dislocated. Then he did this jump switch snap kick and he got the guy out of the ring. Yes, I remember that. And then um, Tommy came in. He got the crap beat out of him by uh, Tai. What Tai was it? Tai Long or Tai Long or something like that? Which then is actually he, his brother. And he did this right? st- step spinning sidekick to like it would kill him if he hit him with it. But then he's like Tommy Lee Jones, is like no, no, <laughs> he's gonna kill him. No, don't do it. And he lost. And then they gave uh, him the medal. That was the best movie. I love that, that was, movie. That was an incredible movie. Good, good for Taekwondo. Did you? You're talking about that one on top? Yes. Okay. Please watch that for my sake. Uh, to watch Do it for me. Black belt to black belt, please. Have you seen Meals on Wheels? Oh my god. Where he oh, Wheels on Wheels. Have you seen Jackie Chan? Have you seen that? I'm talking older. Older? Dude, uh, that Mark. movie, I think you should watch that. That Mark. movie's good. Shaolin versus Lama. Shaolin versus Lama. I, I, I can't find the name of this thing. It's where this. It's this old kung fu movie where there was three guys one um the the master made do nothing but step from like stone to stone on his toes and nothing else but and then there's another one where he made him do nothing but um taking like punch his hands into the sand and then there was another one where this other guy did but and then when it they're 
they all got sick of it and then he's like okay here's what i want you to do and he starts doing something and the guy's just like hopping like through like <gasps> like without missing a beat and then the other guy he he tells him okay now you do this and the guy literally punches something and breaks it you know and but it was just one of those old cheesy chinese movies and i'm just trying to find <laughs> the best from my childhood right. do you um <laughs> so you said you are not super into competition I've done competition. Okay. I just have you competed I'm, in jiu-jitsu? I'm not in jiu-jitsu. No, no, I'm not in the I, I like competing in jiu-jitsu stuff. Like that's fun. I don't How many jiu-jitsu competitions have you done? Like like a like handful. Like I've done at least like 10. Have you really? Awesome. I've done none, so. Was that the, so? Is that done at the same time? The like when I think of Karate U.S. Open. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. It's the same in day. in the Coronado. Yeah, really. Yeah, same day. Different, awesome. The different room over. The different bay. Yeah. Okay. Same day. Yeah. He was in the he was in the ring away from on the other side of me. Yep. So he, what yeah, do we? We were, I was in ring like. Wait, ten? Yeah. He was in ring like. What eight. do we have to do to get a super fight? Because here's here's my goal as like, the the like, the ringmaster of all of Central Florida martial arts. I want. I'm trying to set up like super fights between like all of the different gyms. I've got. I've got it in my so head already. When you say that, <laughs> because it's this is the Chris Boo thing, right? Um, Roger that. I'm trying to find somebody for you, Julius. Give me time. Give me time. <laughs> who do you who do you get for Matt Ferriola? Oh, Matt Ferriola, it's gotta be for honestly, it's gotta be that grudge match between him and um John Sissio. So like just to give a little backstory, John Sissio was renting a room out to Matt Ferriolo and something went sour between them. And like John moved away and he's like, I'm coming back, I'm gonna fucking whip your ass or something, right? So like and mind you, they're both. I saw, I saw Cicio a couple of days ago. Not, where? Uh, where? Me, a couple of weeks ago at, uh, at, a, at a Sears. Like, um, that were Sears you in Daytona? Oviedo. The Sears in Oviedo. Really? The one that's closing down? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's we, cool. It's gone now. Yeah, I, yeah. I was over there shopping. I saw him there. Oh, really? So I, I would love to see a, a match between Ferriello and Cicio again. Yeah. Yeah, they had one, but that was like Cicio was out of training. He had quit the gym and stuff, that sort of thing. So I want to see one because uh, an on John Cicio is an on. John Cicio like he's you know he's a purple belt but he's he's realistic like brown and black belt right like, Cicio's I, I'm pretty good like and and fairly well too like he's a brown belt but he's realistically like a black belt right they're, they're so, like they're both good. they're both very very good right so I'd love to see them I'm I don't know somebody so you said you do weights 265 I'm gonna I'm I gotta work I'm still waiting on Joe Pernia versus John Estrada <laughs> now that now that Joe Pernia is an official purple belt I'm still waiting to see that happen I think Paul's waiting on that too um I don't know who else. No, I shot mean, the shot to Toronto, like uh, John, got, Estrada. Estrada will smash that. Oh my! Ethan. Oh no, Estrada will smash that. John is good. Ooh, John's so good. John, John is calling out Joe Pernia by way of Julius. No, uh, don't get twisted. I just gave you facts. I'm not calling anybody out. Estrada just smashed the crap out of him. How um how often are you able to train now? Jiu-jitsu, that is. That, train, like, train, like, we train it on Friday. Well, I know you, right. obviously, you're teaching class, but for yourself, for that's your hard. continued development. That, that's yeah, hard. How have you had to balance that? Like, where do you find the time? Because you got to, <laughs> A, learn, A, hey, develop your hey, students. Julius, will you come on over and work with B, That's pretty much how it is. Yeah. You know, like, you got you to gotta grow your business. That's, yes. that's rule number one, yes, right? Sir. Like, yes, that's, sir. That's, that's what keeps the lights on. That's yes, what sir. feeds your, your, yes, your kid. Put it on the table. Um, B... 
developer students because that's what's going to pay. Yeah. Right. How do you, where do you find the time to develop yourself? I try to find the time in the morning when no one else is doing anything. Like either, either that or before I have to go on like routes to pick up kids on the bus. So like. You drive your own van still? Yeah. Bro, hire that out. Come on. Why? There's money you can save. <laughs> I know it's money you can save, man, but, like, exactly, but, that, exactly but that's time you, that you could be putting towards. Again, you run a business. That's time you can save. That's true, too. So, like, But at some point, right, Like, you're going to find a point where you're going to need to hire somebody out because that time could be better spent. This is correct, business, but not right? at that time yet. Just not that time. No, okay, fair enough. You know, mostly, the, when I have time to train, I have to find it between the hours of 9 and 12. That's pretty much what it is. If anybody's, it's only three hours it's that a, you really have. Because it. what's your first class of the day? The first class of the day is usually I try to go to the gym and like at five in the morning I'll try. Now that this is twenty me, now I could get up at like five four in the morning. I'm fine. Now I'm like, no, I gotta go back to sleep. So like on Monday I'll try to go from nine till like ten, and then right over here to Paul's at eleven if I can make it. And then I, I, about twelve I'll go go pick a go guy rush over to school and take a bird bath and then go right on the route for the kids tuesday kind of the same thing except my first gee my first gee class is at 10 30 wednesday i have to go up to the university and help laborio teach jiu-jitsu over the university and then nice leave at 12 awesome, to go man. back over and then uh thursday first no gee class at 10 30 then try to find something then like and i told this i was talking to one of my students yesterday it's like you don't always have the best and I want to say that I, I, you don't always have the training partners you want all the time, but you work with what you got. And I'm not saying that I don't have really good training partners at my dojo, but I don't have a, a you, I don't have a Vu and I don't have a Kali that First matches that. Let, let's a Vu does nothing for but, Julius. But you do different things that Kali doesn't do, and Kali does things that you don't do, and you Kali doesn't Kali doesn't do things that Paul that Paul doesn't do, and Tarsus does things that Paul doesn't do. So I try to find whatever I can to go train. So. I don't have the consistency that I want, but I'll freaking find a way to train and go with somebody for 10 minutes and I'll just go get my butt handed to me or I'll go get called in Jockery and Jockery wants to smash my skull into the ground. I'm like, I don't care. I'll go because that's that's training me. I mean, I'll get, I still have this shoulder problem from going Jockery for like almost a couple months, but <laughs> oh I don't care. God. Huh? So you were a part of which training camp for him? I was on the, the we went against Brunson. Oh, nice. I was on that's the Brunson awesome. training camp and I was with, uh, a, what was someone? So when you're rolling with Jacare, are you doing MMA or are you doing jiu-jitsu? More both. Oh, wow. Okay. Not like, like, we'll do walls and then we'll do ground, but it's mostly jiu-jitsu. like jiu-jitsu with hits, basically? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, we don't do any, like, stand-up kicking or anything like that. We'll just go on the, like, wall, do wall defense and everything else like that, but nothing else. He hits the hard. <laughs> what is your impression of the UCF jiu-jitsu stuff. Wish that was going on when I was like, when everybody else was like I, little. I am I, of I, the you, same you, mindset. Those kids are getting credit for doing jiu-jitsu. For doing something that's awesome and they love. And they get like, credit for it. That so is incredible. What are the classes like? Like, it's hard to, like, I've, I've, we've heard about it. Think, think of you white belt class. On, think about so big white belt class. Big white belt class, just doing jiu-jitsu. Because there's, there's like a level one and level two also. Uh, right? yeah, mm -hmm. I've heard that, but isn't, is, Okay, so just describe the level. Is it just doing movements? Do they spar? What do okay, they do? So there's two basic clubs. There is the, the, the class and there's the club. The club's where they do all the rolling. The class is when you learn all your basic self-defense, gee grips, Oh, so downs. is it like an expectation that if, like, if you're already enrolled in the class, then the expectation is you show up to the club to roll? Correct. Okay. Interesting. So How often get, does the club meet to roll? 
I think about three times a week. Okay, not how bad. Is he, how is he structuring this curriculum? Because like it's a rotating, it's a rotating door, right? Like, yeah, but they have door. certain like syllabuses that they'll do that they have to do for that. So they have a syllabus that he has to do. He'll hit that, and then that's pretty much how it goes. But for so like I'm trying to equate this to just belting up in jujitsu, right? Like, and and not to disparage myself or other cases, but there are some people who I'm just never going to be able to do certain techniques against, right? Based upon our strengths, our weaknesses, our personalities, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How does grading go for a credit? Well, yeah. How do you test? Yeah, how do you, like, how do you dis- distinguish between a person who earns an A in the class versus a C in the class? A and B, whatever, or like B and C, whatever, but there's no, a between an A and C. That, that I, the grading stuff, I am not involved with Laborio, so I couldn't tell you what he does. But in my eyes, like, if, like, you know, if you do an arm bar, I don't know how to do it. Okay, you don't pass. Do an But, I mean, I can, I, for example, I mean, I can do one against... A non-resisting opponent, I can do. But you know, I can, but I you can know how one. to do it. Okay, Fair. but you right. know how to do it. There's a, there's the there's the Rubik's cube that is jujitsu. Do you know how to do it? Yes. Can you do it on somebody that's your size? Yes. Can you do it on somebody who's got ten pounds heavier? Yes. Can you do it on somebody who's fifty pounds heavier? No. But do you still know the but move? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's. And at that point, it's it's not the arm bar. Or it's not yeah. Okay. And that, right. That's basically described. I don't want to say that out loud, but that's basically describing any other person who weighs like 110 pounds in jujitsu that doesn't know that can't hold somebody down, but that knows how to do everything else. Think of like all the absolute tournaments you see. Yeah. There's some really yeah. good guys out there who are lightweight. They know how to do jujitsu, but somebody who's bigger that knows the same moves is going to have a problem. Yeah, with. Mikey's probably not going to hold down Buchecha. No, yeah, agree. <laughs> so let me ask you as a I mean, I think I think Noah and I are aside are a little bit more jujitsu nerds and I I suspect you are too, because I've seen you throw out some stuff that's pretty unique. That means you've done some independent study. How much oh. of your day Oh, every, anytime I can get up get on my phone there and watch YouTube. Oh, that's I, what I want to hear. Who do you follow? I, Who do you like? See now, I'll, I'll I, I see Tarsh is gonna get pissed because he's like, we don't watch YouTube. You can't watch. You can't learn from YouTube. But I watch. Shout out to Elementium in Winter Park. Elementum. Elementum. Sorry, Elementum. There's no I. It's like aluminium, right? They add the I when it doesn't. Tarsh is love you, brother. You know, duh, but you know, I I do any kind of bits of information. I'm just, even if I'm watching a match or a highlight reel, I'm just trying to see what what kind of grips they're using or um, you know what kind of like setups, entries. That's just me. Anytime I can get on flow grappling, flow grappling. Uh, do you subscribe to flow grappling? I do. It's a business expense, bro. Continue education. Oh, okay, fair enough. And I'll sit down. I'll watch the ADCC for two. Like if I got like twenty minutes, I'll watch it. If I so can watch. Do you find somebody who's like a similar body type that you're, that's yours, and you like okay, like obviously this works for them. This the likelihood of that working for them would be mm. higher for me but I can tell you in rolling with you you don't do big man jiu-jitsu you do small man jiu-jitsu yep is there somebody that you you favor over like somebody like cyborg you know what I mean like I you almost do sort of like a I mean I, I'm just I just know I have a lot of experience trying to beat your spider guard like where did you model that after that's a good question I'm trying to think about it. honestly I uh, how, I'm actually scared to think about you doing spider guard. I've never had you play spider. Well, we did no gi the other day, so that kind of eliminates. <laughs> you, it, you but. know the guy Hamilo Bahal in California? Yeah, Hamilo, Hamilo, Hamilo. Yeah, Bra- 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 he. Everyday Pohada. Everyday Pohada, baby. I apologize if I'm butchering your name. 
Humalo. If if you watch his spider guard, it's not that it's it's really really technical, and you see him do it against Andre Gaval, all these really good guys, and his spider guard is like in in. Just immensely, like you're always, he's always glued to them. I watch a lot of his tutorials, a lot of his guards, a lot of his uh, guard tutorials, and they're really, really good. And some, if I could pick somebody I kind of make my game or looks a little bit like it, it'd probably be his. But then, but I can't say that all my games like him because I like the 10th planet, it's like half guard stuff. So all the 10th planet, like lockdown, half guard stuff. Well, it's like the chairs, all good. I like their back taking entries, but then. I would watch JT Torres' tutorials on how to take JT's the back. JT is a beast. But then I'll watch Gordon Ryan's like open guard butterfly stuff. But then I'm like, wait, Marcelo was doing that before before Gordon. Yeah, so mean, now I'm watching. Yeah, so now I'm watching. I watch Marcelo stuff. But then like Lord Irvin's like mouse trap attacks from side control working his stuff. Then you got freaking uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Robert Drysdale's like tutorial on like guard retention. And then you got top game. I mean, do you play it, much it, lasso? Hmm? Do you play much lasso guard? I do a lot. I do a lot of lasso guard. Like I do, I don't like it a lot too much, but I like lasso guard. But I don't do it a hell of a lot. Who's that guy? There's a black belt under Marcelo that coaches there. That that's I think pretty famous for lasso. Um, what's his name? He's a coach under Marcelo. Is it not Grippy or is it? No, no. it's not. Well, maybe Grippo, uh, Chihuahua's number one training partner. I don't. I don't I'm. I'm really bad about like. It's like Marco. Marco Kanyas or Mar- what was his name? I'm terrible with names. Sorry. The um. Okay. Cool. So that that's cool that you're so open minded about it. So like, I mean, like literally. What Bruce Lee say? Every waking moment here. <laughs> what Bruce Lee say? <laughs> Never have. Won't be, don't just be one sided or one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just this keep guy. your mind open. No antiendo. This is, this is the guy that does lasso. Oh, see, see. Um, no familiar. Really, you're not you're not familiar with this guy? Bro, I don't. Ma- most uh, of my Instagrams are Marcos Tinko. Tinko, this guy. I know you've seen this guy. I've seen this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's a he's a, he has some lasso instructionals on BJJ fanatics, I think. You know so, who has you know who has good lasso like tutorial is Keenan. Oh, Cornelius. His lasso information is incredible. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, so you're are you an AJJ guy or a BJJ guy? I am a jujitsu guy. Ah. Oh, there we go. That's that's the. So you're an AJJ guy. The most dipl- diplomatic answer. I am a. I, I love jujitsu, and I don't care if it comes from north or south. I love jujitsu. Do you east or west? west? I don't care. So how about um. What's your curriculum breakdown right now? And not your curriculum, your schedule. How many classes of jujitsu versus karate? There is a heck of a lot of everything. <laughs> there's like three. There's like three. There's four gi class. There's two gi classes and two no gi classes. There's three karate classes for adults. There's five classes a day for kids for karate. There's Four classes a week the kids can do jujitsu, and Damn. we got cage fitness every single day, um, and we got uh, everything. Like our schedule is for, like from four What's to the first class today. What for, what time is it? Then uh. Which day? <laughs> I mean, oh, so it's different. It's different. Different, different time. Right, so what's the earliest class you have on any given day of the week? Any given day of the week, six a.m. And what's really? Mm-hmm. You have a six a.m. class mm-hmm. at your gym. Okay, what's your latest class? Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Really? Seven o'clock. It's okay, well, seven. Eight, it's seven thirty, and then it goes to eight thirty. Cool. And then, and of course, you end up staying rolling later. I imagine, right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, so, actually, no, I don't, because if you, when you're, you're you have, done, right? No, like, when you have kids, that's your priority. Because I have to get somebody to bed, and he will not go to bed without daddy home. So I have to leave as soon as the class is over. So if you guys want to lie, you have that problem too. I don't want to say it's a problem, but no, yeah, I mean, but yeah, not, yeah, okay, but yes, I, mean, like, I have that situation. It's like for me, it's mama bat, dad a lullaby. So no, it's, my, like, it's dad. No, I don't want to brush my teeth. What'd you say? Dad, what did you say? Dad, oh, oh, yeah. Are you uh, a disciplinarian with him? I, yes. I, Is he I, taking classes? He does what he wants. He, he loves basketball. He, really? He, okay. he goes back. He, he How does. much does it pain you right now that he's not doing jujitsu classes? Pay me at all. He does. Man, you're a good, you're a better dad than I am. He, he he will do it when he wants it. I mean, he's there'll be a time in life where he's gonna be like, you know, I want to learn how to do that. Okay, let's come teach you. That's awesome. Yeah, but that, you rough play with him and stuff all the time. He's a That's boy. Awesome. Yeah, we play fight WWE. That's like, awesome. You know, man. slam on the slam on beds, jump. Like, oh, he wakes me up sometimes. We have a an old uh, uh, trunk my grandmother used to have in her room. And he, he gets on and he'll like freaking like jump and like macho man, like elbow me oh, and freaking to wake me up. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm awake now, son. Okay, thank you. I'm awake now. I'm, I'm, I just pragmatically, I'm trying to find the balance between having Connor follow my passions with having him. I mean, he's two, right? So it's mm-hmm. different. And like having him find his own way. But that, so like, that, that's, that's a big part of being a parent. That is, but sometimes like it's... And please don't don't take this as me saying I know the way. I don't. I'm, I'm no. I'm no clearly, yeah, all parents don't know what the yeah. fuck they're doing. Just to throw. All it I out know there. is that I know that I've seen it where, and you've seen it too when you were in Korea or in the karate school or in the Taekwondo school, when a parent pushes their kid too far at something and they don't want to do oh, we it. We see that here in the jiu jitsu school. Exactly. Right? I mean, so like that's- if. And it's not like I'm not guiding him to it. He comes and does class sometimes. Like he, I pick him up from school on Monday. He comes to the class. He does class. He's like, I want to. Can can I can I get a belt promotion? I'm like, do you know your stuff? No. You can't get belt promoted. And as much as that hurts me as a dad, as an instructor, I'm like, you don't know your stuff. You can't do anything about it. And he, I'm not going to push it on him because it may not be his passion. I'm not saying it isn't, but right now his mind's not set on karate. My mind was set on karate as soon as I walked on the mat. I put a basketball in his hand. That guy's like freaking... Uh, um, He's like uh, Gary Payton, Steph Curry, Michael Jordan Gary with that Payton, basketball. We're going way dude, back. The glove. Dude, the glove. Dating ourselves here. Dude, Gary Payton was the man. And, like, dude, I, 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 he them. watches. I make. I let him watch. Like, Can we watch videos? I'm like, yes. I'll put on Michael Jordan. I'll put on Gary Payton. I'll put on yes. Sean Kemp. I'll put on John Stockton, Carl Malone. Yes. I'll put on Jerry West. There we go. You know, all these guys. That, and he's like, what about Steph Curry? Ourselves. I'm like, dude, Steph Curry, was. he's got a good shot, but look at all these guys before Steph Curry, where he learned it from. And, and they could hip check him. Yeah. I mean, defense. Defense was different. You yeah. could hip check guys back then. But no, I don't. I don't make him do anything except for doing push up before he goes to bed. Like good, that's something he has to be man. able to do. Like, is do push ups. I'm still coming to terms with that. So and, it, and, it, and it's, it'll take it'll take time. It take yeah. time, and you have to swallow sometimes because he's like he. And and I, my mom gets mad at me. He's like, he's you. I'm like, no, he's not me. He's a part of me. He's a piece of me. And but he's not me. Yeah, that's what I have to keep telling myself. It. So he's, it'll and come. I mean, in he's time. also half. Half your wife. Yeah, exactly. That's so, the thing too. And right? come in time, and that boy's sharp as a tack. Let me tell you, my son, he doesn't cease to amaze me. He's sharp as a tack. That boy's so smart. He, I, I, I still don't know how I was so blessed to have a, like a son and a wife like them because I'm so blessed. Cause you have interest in having smart. more kids. I, I tell these people, I tell everybody all the time, I'm the bank, She, I'm the bank, so she has to be the fridge. I don't hold that thing for nine months. So whenever she's ready to hold it, she will have. Would another you like one. to? 
Oh yeah, heck yeah, I, I do want. That's be. interesting because I'm we're done. Like they start on the same page about this. Like oh. we only got so many hours in day. You're like get snip, my man. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 I've already researched it. Vastweb, it's like five twenty nine a month or five twenty nine just to get it done. And no, like I'm never getting that done. I don't care. I'm never getting that done. It's just I, I mean like I, we're yeah the um. So did you have any, you know, you, you've been involved in martial arts for so long now. You're involved with Paul for quite a bit of time as well. Yeah. <laughs> did you have any any resolutions for 2020? Like, oh, you mean goals? Yeah, goals, resolutions. I'm not that kind of person. I, I That sounds bad, but I just, my goal is I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to grow my school. I'm going to grow as a martial artist and have fun with my family every time, every waking minute I can. And I'm. That may not be a goal, goal, but that's just I mean, maintaining. That's hard, right? Like, so yeah. trying like, to I, like my goal is like, okay, I want to go to the gym every day this week, but I know for a fact there's no way that can happen because one, I have to take somebody to school. Two, I have to run a business. Three, I have to make sure there's something might happen where I have to go do go to a school and go teach PE or something like that, and then I have to go right to a school and go teach the whole day. So that not that's not really reality thinking. I can go in my garage and do push-ups and pull-ups, but that's not going to the gym, but that's something that I might be able to do. But it's something I do anyway. So if I wake I wake up every morning and do like 20 pull-ups on my pull-up bar and I go make breakfast. That's just something I go have a goal for every day, but I don't do a goal mindset, I guess. Not not goal mindset, but I don't write it on the board and like have to look at it every day. You're not tracking it. it. No, I don't track it. I just I just live my I, I live my you're, life kind of process keep, guy. Yeah. Like, it's like I don't want to do jujitsu. I'm going to find a way to do it. I want to do this move. I'm going to keep doing it until I can get it right, and then I'm going to move on to the next thing. And I'll just keep it in my mind. That's just me. I, that, that's not the best way to live life, but I, that's the way I – that's less stress for me and me and mine. Well, that's what's best for you right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the highest belt you've promoted up to so far? In what? In jiu-jitsu. I'm only, I, I'm just a first degree black belt. No, no. What have you promoted up to so far? Oh, oh uh, I got. I just had my first pair of brown belts. That's awesome, man. Yeah, is it Tyler? I, it is Tyler and nice. Kelly. Rock yeah. on, man. Tyler and Kelly are my first brown belts. Oh, that's right, Kelly. Oh my yeah. god, I, I, I completely <laughs> forget about her. Yeah, I. Yeah, that, 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 that's awesome, man. Like it, it's. You're, you're almost there to getting that. Uh, Wait, hey, how's what's the IBJJF thing? Is it? You I, can't I don't from, follow that. You don't, I, I, and I as don't you follow shouldn't. that. Like I don't. I don't think you should. Like there was an IBJJF in the day. Like there was tournaments, but IBJJF doesn't doesn't characterize your black belt. I mean, there's MMA guys that could clearly are black belts, and there's jiu-jitsu guys that are going to MMA field that are clearly not in the same realm. Right. But you can't judge that from MMA else. Hell. If you went to a military person and asked them, okay, who's the black belt, the MMA guy or the jiu-jitsu guy? They're both black belts. Which one's the better black belt? Right. You know, if you go with, with Jacare, are you not a black belt? Jacare is clearly a black belt, but you've done jiu-jitsu long enough to know what moves work and what moves don't work. You know, He's just a higher tier of black belt. Just like Danaher and Gordon clearly says something. Yeah. Or there's black belts and then there's black belts. That doesn't mean that the black belt that's not on the like professional level doesn't know what they're doing is just there's different things like they do this as a living i do it as a teaching because i love doing jujitsu and a, and, a, and, a, and a little bit of a hobby at the same time i don't want to say hobby because that makes it seem like i don't put as much time as i can into it but i it's your lifestyle yeah it's a life yeah, it's yeah that's what it is yeah. it's a lifestyle i mean i'm happy of skateboarding to a school and doing jujitsu and skateboarding home that's i love doing jujitsu skateboard too hell yeah oh julius is getting dreamier by the moment He's overtaking Zach. So, don't you technically have to be a third degree black belt to promote someone to black belt? I don't. I don't know how that. Works. I th- I thought it was two. It was two. Okay. Maybe I don't it's know. two within. My and you guys know more than me. I don't. I don't know. I, I, 
Okay. I mean, I, I didn't know you had to be a certain rank to promote black belt. It's just black belt is a black belt. I mean, I don't have anybody ready yet, but I think what the time it takes you to get that far is why by the time you get somebody to get to a black belt, you'll be another rank. Yeah, in you'll black be belt. ready yeah. to. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, because your your development doesn't stop because they're they're getting ranked correct. Over you. That's awesome, man. Like, I I I tell you, Julius, man. Like, I. Yeah, I'm literally living vicariously through you. I mean, like, I, I've taken one route and stuff, and, and I still find a way to get jujitsu in and stuff. But, like, to make it your your lifestyle, like, truly your lifestyle and your passion and your livelihood is, is that's a huge risk that you took. And, man, I admire that more than anything. Like, I, yeah, I am humbled, and I, I will take it with a thank you. I am very humbled by it. Thank you so much. Well, I'm definitely going to get your battle net tag before we before you leave battle so, neck tag well the battle net account so we can do diablo no, but he's on he's not on pc i think you can cross platform there no you can't cross platform. i don't you think can? you can i don't think you uh, can i think on four you can they're coming out with diablo four and then uh, like, oh here we go i, I don't know though BGA i don't know well, well, well we'll have to give it a shot to see <laughs> Have to give that a shot to see. Oh, we'll have a Twitch channel. That's what we'll do. Oh, that's the true. BJ Jambu's Twitch channel. <laughs> oh my God. And get subscribers to that. Uh, all I'm going to say, is, uh, Julius, this this has been it's been awesome to get to know you more. Oh, oh yeah, you're a delightful human being. <laughs> Thank you. you. I mean, you really are. And uh, I hope to see you more time on the mat because I love rolling with you. And I have some questions for you offline about that half guard now okay. that you're showing me. So okay, I want to ask you that before you leave. <laughs> okay. I have some half guard questions. Chris, anything else you want to say? Um, yeah, quick shout out. I I swung by. I work out in uh, South Orlando, I guess. I don't know where the hell's Mall Millennia. Is that Mall? South? That's South. That's South. Southwest, I guess. Um, that, yeah, I, you're right. It's Southwest. South, yeah. Southwest. Um, I I work near Dead Lizard Brewery. I've never had the time nor courage to get in there. I've already taken photos. Their bottle looks cool. Their bottle's awesome. Um, I swung in there the other day. Got a growler. Um, it was the. Key lime, creamsicle, creamsicle ale, creamsic, creamsicle. Excuse me, um, delicious. So uh, I hope to be getting a little bit more from them since they're so convenient for me to swing by. Yeah, Paul just devoured his. We gave oh, Paul. Yeah, we, we gave Paul the biggest amount of it, and, and he, he 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 guzzled that down. Within, <laughs> so so third degree black belt approved, non degree black belt approved, fourth stripe blue. No, belt I'm through. Only three stripes, my man. No, three stripe, three stripe blue belt approved. Uh, delicious, kale, delicious, awesome. So I'm gonna be be heading to you guys a little bit more often. Shoutouts, plug. It. Where do we find you? Oh, you guys can find me on uh, at Championship Martial Arts on Hoffner and Conway in the Conway area. Um, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Spartan Mobley, and then uh, is it Mobley? I'm sorry, I've been calling you Mobley. Every I've done that since I was is in it? grade school. It doesn't fit. Okay. <laughs> no, but um, I, I, I again, I'm humbled, and thank you guys so much for letting me come over and just share some knowledge with you guys. I really do appreciate oh, it. Thank you, dude, so much. it's been our, it's been our pleasure. Thank you and, so uh, much to, to all the all the students that are listening. If you took the time out to come listen to me, I really appreciate it. And I have, you guys have a website too. We have a Facebook page, Championship Martial Arts Conway. Okay. And then you guys can see all the... What's the phone number, man? Throw it out there. <laughs> Our phone number is 407-859-0591. If you're in the Conway area, please check us out. We do karate, jiu-jitsu, cage fitness. You can give a big old bear hug from me every day, all day. It's going to be there for you. That's awesome, man. Thank you so much no, for coming Thank out. you, guys.